G'day and welcome to On The Esky, an Aussie sports podcast where we like to wrap up the week that was in sport. Dribble and uh, sink some uh, squeeze squeeze moi moist. Rugby league fins up. <laughs> <laughs> Not my best effort there, but they are 3-0. and uh, Practice ha- makes perfect. Hand on heart, hand on heart, had them winning the spoon. So uh, <laughs> that, that one's aged excellently. Uh, the AFL is back. Huge crowds Thursday, Friday night there mm-hmm. in uh, Melbourne. Uh, cricket, do we care about two-way ODI series against India sandwiched between Test series and the Ashes upcoming. Well, currently right five now. for sixty-four. Yeah, we fucking care. Yeah, we <laughs> Stark, care. Starkey already got four wickets from today. <laughs> <laughs> the NBA it's at the business end of the season. The NFL. Aaron Rodgers he's leaving on a jet plane. He's going to be a jet baby. Uh, plenty of uh, trade news to talk about there. Uh, soccer, the EPL, uh, it's pretty much two horse race now. But uh, we've got uh, Champions League quarterfinals upcoming. Plus a quick final round with the UFC 286 F1 and dribble. Please remember we do have timestamps. You can skip to the sports that you like on the YouTubes. Uh, Consider subscribing on YouTube or check us out on the socials. We would greatly appreciate that. I might throw it over to you, Sean, to start us off with a shout a beer. We like to kick off the show by shouting a beer. Uh, to someone in the world of sport, who have you got? Who are you shouting a beer this week? Yes, I'm shouting a beer out to Anderson Silva. Uh, it was announced today during the, the pay-per-view uh, between uh, Usman and Edwards that uh, Anderson Silva will be joining the Hall of Fame for UFC yep. and uh, mm. well-deserved, uh, I guess, for us, uh, Kay, getting into being fans of UFC, mm. Anderson Silva was – him and GSP, I guess, were the big uh, mm. two main guys that kind of uh, had their legacy build out as we watched um, before we kind of transitioned into uh, maybe the current GOAT in John Jones and we'll talk about him later on as well. But I think it's well-deserved. Uh, shout out beer from me for Anderson Silva joining the ranks of the Hall of Fame of the UFC. Well deserved to Spider Anderson Silva. Uh, I will shout a beer this week to Xavier Cooks, uh, the NBL most valuable player this year. Absolutely killed it for the Sydney Kings, leading them to their uh, second uh, consecutive title. Uh, It went to five games, finished up in the middle of the week uh, against the New Zealand Breakers. Uh, He's been picked up over there in the NBA for year 6.1 mil US, so pushing uh, double digits Aussie dollars uh, with the Wizards. He's 27, so a little bit of an older recruit to go over there into the NBA. Mm. And the Wizards uh, have sort of been, you know, there or thereabouts over the last few years, but not a whole lot of success. But you love to see it, an Aussie getting picked up. uh, And there just seems to be more and more Aussies in the NBA and the sport Mm -hmm. is growing Mm -hmm. over uh, or down here. So shout out to you, Xavier Cooks. Uh, Enjoy a nice cold one. And I believe he'll be joining them this season as well. So, uh, yeah, he'll, he'll... He'll uh, hopefully find a bit of uh, court time and uh, and slot into the NBA system. Hands down, the best NBL player this year, Mister mm. Monkey. Yeah, um, we've already shouted a few beers um, on the Esky, yeah. more than a few actually. Um, but yeah, this week I am shouting uh, Sam Kerr another beer. Um, so obviously, um, I mean, the last few times we've. Uh, shout her a beer for the award she received, so I'm doing it again. Um, 
For the second year running, she won the FA Women's Super League Player mm-hmm. of the Year Award um, during the week. So um, af- after playing 14 games uh, with Chelsea um, this year, she's uh, scored seven goals um, and a 22nd goal well, she scored 20 seconds, 22 goals, wow, yeah. <laughs> um, across all competitions this season. So, uh, yeah, just props to Sam for another um, still a season. Um, and, yeah, keep it going. Big year for uh, women's soccer down mm. under, hosting yeah. the World Cup yeah. in a few months' time. So enjoy your beer, courtesy of us, uh, Sam Kerr. Uh, yeah, probably – she might be leading in in shout a beer. Uh, I don't really want to go back and listen to the <laughs> no. 110 episodes, uh, but she might she might be on uh, top, top of the leaderboard. Ash Barty, Ash Barty, the United States of America. Yeah, yeah, uh, probably. Yeah, is it is it per person or per shouts? Because we have shouts nah, of a lot of person. nations per person. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to you, Sam <laughs> Kerr. Mop of the week. Uh, we've we've mm. seen someone <laughs> fumble the bag. Sean, mm-hmm. you got the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Orlando Brown uh, plays left tackle for the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, did. Mm. Uh, mm. He was offered the six-year, 139 mil deal last year to be the highest-paid left tackle. Uh, turned it down, you know, banked on himself, and he's mm. now signed with the Cincinnati Bengals to play left tackle for four years and 75 mil less than that current deal. Uh, the average, probably the main thing, was, you know, 23 mil average uh, a year for the, the Chiefs deal and – the deal he signed with the Bengals is an average of 16. So not the highest paid left tackle in the game uh, and has fumbled uh, a lot of money because it ends up being, I guess, 20 mil over the lifetime of that mm. deal. So mm. uh, unfortunate for him. I think it's quite interesting that he's gone to, say, the arch enemy yeah, in, yeah, the, in the Bengals there. Maybe a little bit of spite um, from his end. But, yeah, a bit of a bag fumble <laughs> up there with Levian Bell and uh, others the like. The Le'Veon Bell yeah. one is the ultimate fumbling of the bag. Like, yeah. it's that he's the goat of fumbling <laughs> the bag. Really, I'll hold out, you know. Yeah. And for a running yeah. back, yeah, it'll, yeah jack up my stock. Uh, and then in this yeah. era of uh, uh, running, running backs, backs, replaceable, yes. uh, yeah, poor Le'Veon nothing. Bell. And we saw that with Zeke as well. Yeah, um, during the week. Yeah, so. and we'll talk. Yeah. We'll talk about that in our NFL section. Uh, mm-hmm. It's interesting as well. Us, you know. Me and more down here. <laughs> what a loser. He's only getting 16 mil a year. Yeah, that's it. Seven mil less a year. Yeah. <laughs> Second generation NFL player. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, an almighty bag fumbling there. Check that one out, uh, Orlando Brown. Boys, uh, rugby league is back. Mm. Take us away, Muncie, if you wouldn't mind. <laughs> I suppose the big talking uh, point out of this week was the 11-day mandatory concussion stand down that has been implemented by the NRL. It kind of follows suit. Uh, the AFL's done this for a few years. Uh, concussion's been a massive talking point, uh, you know. With Especially a, this week. With a sport that we love in the NFL mm. uh, for, for a number of years and it just keeps mm. slipping into the Aussie rhetoric. Um, Sean, what's your understanding of this new rule? What's your take on it? Yeah, well, we might flick to Jimmy in a second for the official, but I think the main bit that you missed there was the Category 1. Mm. Um, mm. So I mm. guess uh, the best way to – you can see a category one during the game is like a guy goes down and then, in, um, you know, the wobbly legs gets up, stumbles around, uh, which mm. the NFL did a very similar thing this year, which, you know, immediately rule those guys out. They're mm. no longer to participate. Um, so same sort of concept here that, you know, if, they, if the independent doctor uh, reckons you've got a cat one, you're out of the game and then you've got your 11 days and then you can only, um, uh, well, join back 
uh, I guess it, man, it kind of makes you kind of, depending on the day, missed the two rounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mm. to get you back and available, you have to then have an independent uh, neurologist uh, confirm that you're good to go. Uh, and there is some chat about do they add some leeway to there that, you know, the same independent neurologist can give them the okay, you know, on day eight or day nine, mm. say, mm. Um, afterwards. But I, I think it's... Uh, probably the way the league was kind of going and especially with their counter-sister league at the moment uh, getting their lawsuit, which we'll talk about later mm. on, um, mm. I think the NFL had to do something with the way the, they were trying to uh, protect the players uh, at the start of the season, um, trying to elevate the, the the head knocks and, you know, a bit of rhetoric from the dinosaurs <laughs> about, hey, maybe it's over the top. Um, but they're very clearly trying to protect the players, yeah. especially protect them from themselves. Um, mm. And then seeing a guy like Kalen Ponga uh, this week in this round, you know, getting knocked out yeah. in the first couple of minutes of their game with a big head clash, uh, it made a lot of sense. Um, in my opinion, you know, that, hey, let's be overly cautious with it, uh, especially with what we're seeing with long-term effects um, across all contact sports, really, um, across the globe. So, and you know, the NRL's a, uh, a small drop in the ocean compared to some of the other ones, but mm-hmm. it's... Uh, if they want to have the longevity and stay a league uh, long term, then they have to be careful and treat their players with um, care, which is, you know, a lot of leagues don't prefer to do that. Mm. They prefer to get them in the meat grinder and pump them in and out. Um, but it's, uh, I guess, a bit of a change of the guard from the way 90s sports, yeah. early noughties was played. Yep. Mm. I agree 100%. I think uh, 11 days is is the bare minimum. It's, it's sh- should be implemented. Uh, it is interesting that it is 11 days. Mm-hmm. So you said miss two rounds. It's very deliberately done so they miss one. Yes. So Depending on the day they play. That's like right. playing on a Sunday. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Like, I was trying to figure like, out. If, if you play on a Sunday. and days is like a weird number to have. So They do it so you, you miss the next week and then you yeah. miss your training. Yeah. And then yeah. if you need to play the the next week after that, yeah. then then you're in theory sweet to go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you but know. We'll be talking about this a lot moving forward, so we probably don't want to harp on it too much yeah. in, and, in today's and episode. Of course, the, the thing that everyone's focused on is like, hey, well, what are we going to do when we go through the state of origin period? Or what do we do when we go through the finals, etc.? Of course it's different. Yeah. yeah. Like it is. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, do and I think um, it might have been Billy might have had suggested that maybe we have more standalone, like separation in the rounds for that reason. Like, um say, I don't know, Munster gets a concussion or, you know, the week before mm. the first game of State of Origin, but that game's actually the following week. So, yes, that you know, they've kind of separating out the weekends so you make sure everyone's 100% healthy, your best guy's ready to go. Mm. Uh, it, it's a, you, it's hard to cover every scenario, I think. Of course it is, yeah. So, yeah. It's, a, um, it's a massive can of worms. Uh, we're seeing the, the NFL in the last few years really backtrack on on the way that they approach things, say, 15, yeah. 20 years ago. Concussion yeah. with Will Smith. Uh, maybe not superly, super historically accurate, uh, but... but uh, it, a bit of Hollywood it, in there. Yeah, it's, you know, sprinkle a little bit of Hollywood, sprinkle a little bit of slapping of Chris Rock on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but it, it's the story of, of that bring... Brought to the the national attention yeah. over there and in America. We'll, we'll definitely talk more about the AFL's lawsuit, but mm. a league that has lost their lawsuit was the NFL, and they mm-hmm. ended up paying out billions of dollars. So, 
um, to support their their veterans long term post playing career. So. Do you think it goes to yep. a point where you just sign a waiver and you say, "I know the risks that are involved." It's like opening a pack of cigarettes. Um, yeah. Do you think that's the way that we're going? I I think it could be the way the future of the sport may go, mm. but mm. it doesn't um, hide the fact of uh, you know that hundreds, two thousands of guys and and girls that have played this sport for the last. You know, forty years. What do you do with uh, do with all them mm. um, that didn't have this knowledge, didn't have this support, or mm. uh, all the amount of research that's currently in the various sports of trying to make it safer for the lot? Um, what do you do with all them? Um, and you know, what 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 have they lost as a as a comparison? So, mm. yes, I think maybe it is the way forward. Uh, that you know, I wouldn't surprise me. Some leagues do add that into some of their contracts, etc. Mm. But. Mm. Um, Player health and player, uh, especially in today's sport of sports sciences and all that lot, is uh, very much at the forefront of, um, mm. you know, getting it out. You, you might see the rare of you know Tom Brady's playing twenty plus years in your forties in, in a in a dangerous sport. Um, definitely that's, that's, outlier. Yeah, definitely outlier. But I guess it's. You know, that's what you'd, you would rather have longer term players of high quality talent than, mm, mm. you know, the meat grinder having guys that play three years and that's it and they're in and out. And then NFL, you know, not for long. Yeah, yeah. And then have a, <laughs> have a you know, a, a long standing um, fallout of mm, um, mm. You know, some sort of injury or whatever uh, from their playing career. Anything to add down there, Monks? Yeah, yeah. So there's been a few clarifications, uh, mostly um, sources from on Twitter. So I'll start off with um, old mate. NFL physio, NRL, 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 NRL physio, <laughs> yeah, jeez. Um, so it's it applies to everyone who suffers a concussion. So any mm-hmm. any uh, cut ones are uh, immediately off the field, um, yep. do not come back on. Uh, any cut twos um, obviously go through the HIA protocol. Mm-hmm. Um, with category two concussions, they do they clubs can apply for an exemption to the rules, mm-hmm. uh, which essentially says it kind of been a cut one concussion. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. The player is asymptomatic of any um, concussion, I guess, symptoms. Mm-hmm. Um, cognitive tests are all uh, back to normal. Um, had, the player has suffered fewer than five previous career concussions, which uh, probably which probably would cut out a lot of players. Out, <laughs> yeah. 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 Pong out as an example. I think he's had yeah. six in the last ten months or something. Like yeah. That. I think it was four, but total, he, yeah, he might be. Yeah. He might be up there. So um, must not have also, also must not have received a di- uh, diagnosis of a concussion within the previous three months mm-hmm. um, and has no history of prolonged recovery from concussion. Mm. Yeah. So, so a, lot of, a lot of rules, you know, in the, in the subtext there, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, there is. So by all accounts, it sounds like most people, most players will still miss out on mm. those 11 days. Mm. Um, and then also shout out to at League ITES. Um, they've done the numbers for, for us. Um, mm. There will only be three instances in 400 and eight scenarios this season where a player who suffers a concussion will miss the following two games. Okay. And that's where the 11 days comes into it. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. very deliberately done at 11 and not 14. Yeah. 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 But I, I, I like it. I, I've, I think you should probably give, we should give the, the NRL props in this, that they have more of a complete protocol. Yeah. And we do talk a lot about the NFL, but, you know, for a major league that makes trillions of dollars essentially, um, uh, well, I think they haven't hit quite hit trillion. Let's stay with the billions. Let's stay with the billions for the NFL. <laughs> One um, trillion dollars. Yeah. Never your, your forte is at the number yeah. of zeros, yes. uh, but that's yes. all right. Um, 
<laughs> Always uh, round up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, you know, a, a league that has more money to spend mm. on their research and the, the fact they have like a complete percussion protocol uh, process and the guys go in the protocol and they're in it for, um, you know, could be quite a while as they work their way through it. It's good to see the NRL try to, you know, have an equivalent, see what the other leagues are doing and mm. uh, even like the AFL and try to, to use that, build on it and navigate from there. That's that's where everything's going to come from, isn't yes. it? Uh, you, you follow the money, you follow the research. Uh, probably whatever happens over there in America is is essentially how we'll follow suit. But it, like like you say, it's it's a proactive step. It's good yeah. that they're that they're taking a stand. And you know, obviously, we love the the warrior aspect of of rugby league. Uh, but you you do worry about the players and the, and their long term future and uh, any any sort of measure that gets implemented to to try to to negate the effects of, of you know the the nature of the sport is a is a positive step yeah and i and you know re- my biggest concern leading into this and you know from where the the season had started was you know rugby league likes to rugby league and fuck things up mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so i again props that they've probably hit this Right on the nail on the head. Like they've, they've followed what the other leagues are doing um, and mm. kind of you know, expanded on it for the NRL's uh, specific needs. But it's, I think it's going to, it's it's a good step forward. I, I can't see too much wrong with this. Mm. Yes, some mm. people will bitch when you know uh, your star players are missing uh, big games, uh, but it's you know for the betterment that they play the next ten years for your club instead of the next two. Yep. Mm. Good point to finish on there. Let's talk about the games briefly over the weekend. We are Sunday night after round three. Uh, what's the, the matter, Parramatta? They are suffering some kind of almighty uh, grand final hangover. They haven't won yet to start the year. Manly pretty good, 34-30 winners there on Thursday night. Uh, Ryan Madison copping a bit of heat for missing mm-hmm. the first three games uh, rather than paying $4,000. Uh, what's your thoughts on this one? Oh, I think it's – again, that's probably media going after him. I think their biggest concern is um, Josh Hodgson is uh, strangling the team a little bit. He's uh, mm. been a bit of a big downgrade for them from uh, uh, Reid Marnie, which was always mm. going to be a challenge. But uh, Josh, he's showing his age, I think, a little bit um, and coming back himself from injury. It might take him a, a couple of months, you know, a month or two of games under his belt with his new club to really hit his straps. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I've, I've seen a lot of unhappy power fans that he's – not getting them on the right foot, um, which, mm. you know, it's very hard. Uh, it's hard to play behind a, a slow hooker occasionally. Mm. So they've got the talent there. They mm. should right the ship at some point. Yeah. Um, I think that's one of their bigger concerns at the yeah. moment. I mean, but, they are scoring yeah. points as well. They're like, obviously, beside yeah. round yeah. one, 12 to 16 against the Storm, they've, mm. they've been putting up points. So it's probably just maybe, I'm guessing, a little bit leaky in defence or putting up errors. And yeah. Look at that as well. Three, there are three. They've lost each game by a try or less. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're not too far and away to, from it. To top tier teams as well. Yeah, exactly. Well, that. They first and second. And they, get, <laughs> and they get Penrith next week as well. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, there's a chat about Brad Arthur not playing the full bench, leaving for the first two games he uh, had a reserve that didn't play at all. Mm. Um, you know, and there's been the jokes that they're on three and Brad Arthur's getting an extension whereas Tim Sheens is on the hot seat already. Mm. Um, so, uh, you know, some f- funny chat there but... I think they use, um, I think I said it in my preview, it was like they could be the th- top three side again or they could be like the sixth mm. if they can't repeat. And um, I think that at the moment they're looking at the back end of the eight um, and we really need to right the ship before they let it get away from them too quickly. 
I agree. It's long yeah. season. You don't want to start zero and three, but uh, I, I still have them in that in that sort of five to eight. Yeah. Uh, whether or not they can can emulate uh, the success that they they achieved last year, uh, time will tell. But uh, they do seem like that they're, they're just that step behind. Um, mm. well, on the other end. thing, the other thing with Ryan <laughs> oh, Matt, yeah, yeah. Madison, just briefly, is mm. when he didn't take the the fine and cop the three game suspension. Wasn't really counting on <laughs> yeah on, all the other guys. Yeah, <laughs> Sean Lane broke his jaw. <laughs> yeah. Near Corey and Papa Lee, that he would have known that they were leaving the club. But uh, it's it's really changed up their whole back row. And yeah. a talking point out of that is Jermaine Hopgood, and mm-hmm. has been an absolute fantasy and super coach superstar. There's some. Early chat about Queensland origin. Uh, I think that's maybe a little bit early, Crowy. Um, but yeah, it's a completely different back row there uh, for for the Eels and uh, and Bryce mm. Cartwright having a little bit of a, a career resurgence there. But uh, interesting, uh, Maddo. I think next time the the offer's available, maybe four grand is is yeah. maybe worth. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's right. Uh, your your impact for the team there. Also, very yeah. good looking man. Yes. <laughs> Uh, mainly on the, the flip side. Uh, They're flying, aren't they? We, yeah, once yeah. they got the turbos in there, um, mm. that, that's the, the mainly sea eagles we expect. Uh, Double or triple turbos? Uh, they, tri- triple turbo. <laughs> ben Turbo not playing a heap of minutes, but I think yeah, he, I think bench, he's played yeah. Yeah, three off the bench. Uh, but I know two off the bench, sorry, because <laughs> I think they've had a bye. Yes. Um, yeah. but, but Tommy Turbo was looking like... 2021 turbo, oh, yeah. yeah, 209 yeah. run meters, two tries, 10 tackle bus. He had 75 odd fantasy points. Uh, yeah. yeah, they're they're a different beast when he is on song. Yeah, their, want... their season will depend on his hamstrings. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no sprinting down the esplanade. <laughs> no, that's Sla- it. Slash slipping in the shower. <laughs> uh, and uh, talking about Olakwatu as well. Ooh. There may or may not be an origin spot available with, you know, Angus Crichton. He, he should be back this week. That's the report. Well, they're he's saying he's out of the – yeah, because he did a little bit of um, mental health uh, inpatient stay apparently mm. on, on the men. So mm-hmm. wishing him all the best oh, with that. Definitely. Uh, and, and origin's yeah. still a couple months away. But regardless of the Crichton situation, he may or may not be ready to go. Olakuato is putting his hand up. He, mm-hmm. he scored a double. He does things that guys his size shouldn't really be able to do. Yeah. Um, and we'll talk about Keon Kloma-Tungi in a second. He might be the, the other bloke, but uh, Olakuatu is different. He just looks mm. he looks bigger than everyone else mm. out there that's playing as an edge back rower. All right, boys, oh, yeah. should I do the sound effect? Yeah, do it again. <laughs> <laughs> I was really struggling at the top of that one. Uh, but, but the most intelligent creature in the ocean, uh, that, is, that is... Ridden by Wayne Bennett. Yeah, ridden by Wayne Bennett as per memes. As per Dolphins uh, taking over the the world in the Simpsons, top of the ladder, bro. Top of the ladder, three top and zero. Uh, humble pie. This is me eating my humble pie. Mm, that's a good <laughs> humble pie. Uh, I I had them coming last in our in our season preview, and that has aged horrendously. Uh, you had it a little bit more faith. Thir- yeah, thirteenth. Yeah, I think because it's, you know. And Monks, had 16th. So, uh, yeah, I think 16th. so. So, none of us were 15th. really high on them. Yeah. 15th. I had more faith yeah. in Wayne, but I, I think what a lot of people missed, I think, and definitely mainstream media was, you know, the team they've put together has a lot of, you know, 100 gamers in it. Like, they've got a lot of experience, veteran experience yeah. there. So, yeah. if Wayne can do his job, which we know Wayne will do, 
um, he can definitely get the best out of them. And then Sprinker in a bit of young talent that's up and coming. Mm. Um, Jerry Marshall King uh, has won. Is yeah, he's been, he's, and yeah. Hammer at fullback, so, you know, really found his feet there. So, yeah, mm. um, yeah that's just what they needed to, to get the ball rolling. Um, so, yeah, and they're scoring good points, playing good de- defense. I think Kafusi, though, is going to me off. Three, I think it's confirmed three, three games. Yeah. Didn't seem like there was a heap in that, but he did get he get re- reported twice and I think maybe has yeah. some prize. Yeah, Old oh, Finn Diesel, he, he was taking souls in the first yes. two rounds. Uh, yeah. so, so he got he caught one back uh, in, in mm. this match. Um, but, yeah, it was uh, – it's good to see the Finns, um, you know, doing well and it's led to more expansion chat, you know, the 20 yeah. teams. 20 team mm. chats um, coming in. Yes, yeah. you know. 20. Mm. Uh, well, you, you know, <laughs> Let's start with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I, I think that, that that's been the conversation. I can't remember which government was pushing it, whether it was the, you know New South Wales or the federal. Uh, but you know, pushing get in a PNG team. Like, mm. hey, we'll support you to get to twenty if you have a PNG team. Uh, the Perth ch- team's been on the cards. Another another New Zealand team, and mm. uh, you know, mm-hmm. even Adelaide. Maybe mm. you know, of the three spots, you know, um, those four places will maybe. Fill those. No Hobart. Well, <laughs> I think, I think AFL uh, will, will be enjoying yeah. a, a Hobart team. Obviously, facetious yeah. down there. Uh, but you know, the, the, there's a conversation again. We're the first rugby league. <laughs> yeah, the conversation about being a national sport, kind of like what the AFL is doing. Mm. You know, be more national, be in every state. Mm. Yeah. Um, and uh, instead of just being East Coast, essentially, and try to compete more with. Uh, yeah. Again, this, this sister competition in the AFL, um, you know, the st- evil stepsister in, in, this, in this scenario. Uh, Jeez, rugby union gets a stiff shout. <laughs> yeah, that's the ugly <laughs> stepsister. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck's rugby? <laughs> uh, but it's, and the rugby's flying, bro. They are, they yeah, are. They, have they played in New Zealand teams yet? <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I smacked up mine up Pacifica, though. Yes, yeah. Uh, so, but either way, the Dolphins have really, you know, pushed in that chat. They're going into the Queensland, well, the, the, the Brisbane Derby mm. um, next week and Wayne's mm. already building up and Kevin's trying to to knock it down. Uh, but against Newcastle, um, Lachlan Miller has been good for them but mm. they've, uh, you know, not a team that we expected to too much of this season. Few few points I wanted to highlight on there. We mm. spoke last year about PNG and would they be able to sustain a team we didn't think as a country, probably not. Mm. If they get some sort of joint effort from the Australian government, the exactly. Queensland government, you're, you're the PNG slash Cairns team, yep. you split yeah. a few games, you know, your home ground, you train out of Cairns, I, I, but we'll take it to, this, take it down to Port Musby. Yeah. That's yeah. like, that's what do we say, six, seven million people? That, yeah. that, that, that Rugby league is the number one sport over yeah, there. Yeah. They would yeah. fucking froth it. You'd, like get, it, you'd get better yeah. crowds than you would in Sydney. So. Yeah, yeah, and we'll get to that in a second. It's been, it's been pretty lacklustre. But uh, if if that's the way that they wanted to approach things and, and say it's a, it's a far north team, you know, it encompasses yeah, yeah. Cairns and yeah. the far north and, and we play a few games in Darwin or something, mm-hmm. maybe that's a way to, to incorporate a, a team from up there. The other thing, I, I think we just brushed over it, but uh, the hammer – Oh yeah, he's he was good. the best player on the field for the first two two games. I don't think he he was in this one, but uh, still scored. <laughs> still scored. What he what he have? One hundred and thirty six run meters, five mm. tackle bus. He wasn't a slouch by any means. And mm. like hand on heart, like I was like, well, you know, he wasn't the best fullback at the Cowboys. How's he going to go over there and and wear the number one jersey, which is so important in in mm. rugby league? He he's just been excellent. 
and yeah. uh, and it has has really been a big part of their success uh, so yeah. far. And I I, yeah. I I think you know he lost his opportunity for the Cowboys more because Drinkwater just played was unreal. Really, was unreal. Yeah. Um. And yeah, he had a banged up year really playing on the wing. Uh. And then you got to give credit to 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 the goat in Wayne Bennett getting yeah. the best out of out of yeah. his troops. Like, he, he's definitely doing the job. He got all accounts got stuck in him during preseason when the games are struggling and they've mm. they're better for it. They they just got to play good team, good team football, and um, looks like they'll play. Could even be a top eight side. So mm. again, long season, long season, but Very uh, long. Uh, yeah. they win a lot of games to start the year. It's going to be then hard to for teams to knock you out. Mm. Um, yeah, just on the stats, scoring stats there. So. Um, Hammer is and Jermaine Izako both have four tries on the season. Um, so they're leading tries there, um, tied with uh, Sivo and Polo at the moment mm. as well. Zalex, he's got three, so he'd be down there with Johnson, that is. Mm. Yeah, yep. Um, but yeah, also that that leading to um, Zako also being the highest point scorer at 40 mm. um, at the moment Kick, as well. So just, from two, doesn't he? Yeah, mm. just being able to um, put up points um, uh, is obviously a good formula to, to winning games. Another <laughs> guy where you listen to Broncos fans are like, oh, fucking Jermaine Asako, and he's just killed it. Yeah. He's yeah. just killed it. So, yeah, guys that weren't really wanted by their clubs and, yeah, and they've gone, you know, chip on the shoulder, a bit of fire in the belly. Something and, to prove, yeah, Exactly. Yeah. But preface, long season. Long mm. season. Long season. Mm. All right, boys. Uh, Chooks, twenties. Uh, uh, South Sydney, eighteen. Uh, let's let's talk about. Is this the best rivalry in the NRL? Yeah. Like, mm. what's better than this? Yeah. How, how, how many? What was the crowd like? Thirty six thousand. Can you chase that, that up? It was the best That's crowd <laughs> in Sydney by oh, a country oh, mile. Oh. And let, let's talk about it now. the The crowd numbers have been. Very ordinary. Very we're, about, we're about to talk about the AFL after this section. Uh, there was 88,000 in the G Thursday night mm-hmm. for Carlton and Richmond. Was the first game of the year. So first game of the year, yeah, sure. Uh, that That is more than the five games that were in Sydney last week in the yeah. NRL. TV-wise, they're, they're neck and neck. They're yeah. neck and neck. I think it's a Sydney thing. It's probably been done to death. Mm. But people in Sydney need to fucking rock up to the games. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's Having it. said that. This they game, did rock up to this game. This game, yep, and and maybe that's something to do yep. with new stadium, with this rivalry, yeah, with, well, the, with with the passion that's shown between these two teams well, whenever they, the, they well, play. Well, in, in Sydney, these are the the two premier clubs. So yeah, mm. this was the first game back for South Two Alliance as well. No, it's for the Roosters. For the Roosters. Uh, yep. Yes. Yep. After, um, after the, the Renos. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, they opened up last year. Remember the finals was in the new in the new stadium. And they probably played the the rabbits twice there, Jimmy. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It was. <laughs> <laughs> Where I heard on the broadcast that so they said it was the first game back. Maybe as a home team. Maybe as home Remember team. Remember, it all finished. Yeah. It all finished at the back end of last You're year, right. and and yeah, yeah, we yeah. had that insane because they played each other in 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 the last round, and then they played yeah. each other in the um, so knockout final, the, the, the and there mistake, was five symbiotes yeah. in one game. Yeah, that's that, right. That was so, in, the, in the new stadium. Yeah. Yeah. The mistake Jimmy made was he was quoting NRL commentators. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> Wrong source of information there, Jimmy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think hands down the the best rivalry in the NRL always has been, but it's got that yeah. extra bit of spice about it over you know the the last few encounters and South. You know, throughout our kind of lifetime, always being little brother 
and mm-hmm. maybe being Big Brother over the last few years, and then the, and then the Chooks get the win in this. So it, yeah, well, I, I think it also helps uh, maybe with the teams a little bit as well, like Latrell, of course, playing mm-hmm. for the Roosters and then coming across mm-hmm. all the talk about. You know, the Roosters have signed Tedesco, so whether Joseph... Um, so he decides to change and go to uh, to Souths maybe, yeah. you know, to push in one um, uh, or where they would play him, but, you know, throw big money at him, et cetera. Mm. Um, so there's mm. a, a bit of talk back and forth about uh, what do we do to compete with the, the other club. I think there was just some chat about, you know... Um, was it Souths or the Roosters? I can't remember. One of them was having like, oh, we got to have a crisis meeting because the other club is now going out and trying to tackle our, uh, our players and, you know, they're kind of back and forth which is adding to the rivalry. Mm. Um, and then, of course, they're, you know, playing so well and they're um, top of the table in, in Sydney essentially and uh, playing good football. Mm. Uh, it really adds to adds to it all, especially playing them twice in the finals last year. Yeah. <laughs> you know, with different results really um, – uh, well, one, once last round, once finals. But yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah you're, you're right. It's it's these two teams have played each other like out of their last six games like three times, something yeah. something along those yeah. lines. Uh, Joey Manu, we saw an excellent try saver on Ozar Tass and then we saw a pretty ordinary one uh, mm. not not long after. Cam Murray didn't like it, uh, wears his heart on his sleeve. Joey Manu mm. gets a little bit of uh, brouhaha mm. and gets 10 in the bin. He's on a report. Uh, it's look. You don't want to condone, you know, high shots or or you know punch ons or, or any of that. Yeah. But it just speaks volumes to this rivalry and and how much these teams genuinely fucking hate each other. Yeah, well, it carried <laughs> on after the siren, didn't it? Yeah, they were going yeah. back and forth, mm-hmm. and a bit of chat. So, um, which is which is you know that's why it puts bums in seats. That's that's yeah, what yeah. you, you want to see mm. some aggressive kind of uh, football and high quality, mm. and that's what get, brings you crowds in. So. Uh, it's good to see. You know, like, it wasn't the highest scoring game this round, but it was one of the more competitive games. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Mm. Where you you posed this question in the notes? Are these two so far ahead of everyone else? In ahead? Sydney is what I meant. Oh, in si- in Sydney, um, As in terms of like fan base and yeah, and I, that, or on on field. Uh, both. So as as in what they're doing, you know, club wise, what they're doing, mm. you know, the product mm. they put on the field, uh, they just feel so ahead of each other. You know, are they stealing each other's sombrero tactics, etc. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but they just they feel so ahead of the other competition that's coming out of Sydney, mm. and you know, outside of I guess what Melbourne had done in the past, Melbourne as well. Like, mm. I don't think any of the other. Outside Sydney teams kind of are on that same sort of level. So are you counting like Penrith in Sydney or not in Sydney? Uh, yes, but I I, so I, I, I think I think they're so they're um, saying sort of as an organisation. Yeah, I think the Penrith product overalls might have been better, but I think the the club um, the clubs themselves, the organisation, the media kind of hype they get mm. that I feel like uh, Souths and the Roosters are doing better at that spot. And I, the reason I think I posed that question was because of who was a Penrith forward that signed to go to the Roosters next year? Uh, Spencer Lenu. Yeah, I think he had that quote of um, it's good to go to the, the premier club yeah, in yeah. Sydney and that's kind of what got my thinking of along this mm. list. It's like you, you could probably not argue that uh, the Roosters as, 
as the, the top dog in Sydney with the way, you know, Bondi, et cetera, and the way they do their contracts and the way they've, <laughs> the culture they build in that organisation. Like that's, that's, you know, a team that everyone wants to play for and everyone hates. And, and success. Yeah. And success. Success, you know, success, and success over long periods of time. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think Penrith have kind of got. It's more uh, recent. It's more recent, mm. uh, you know, past their, their 90s form with uh, mm. Brad mm. Fittler, et cetera. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's more recent that they've done that. So, uh, that was what I was posing there. It's interesting, isn't it? Because we're we're in kind of a maybe changing of the guard season. Obviously, early Penrith is saying "fuck off," you know. <laughs> we've only we've we've only played uh, uh, well two games, uh, having the bye this week. Um, but it, it is interesting because Melbourne definitely look a step behind. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about them in just a second. And Penrith, a lot has been posed. Well, you know, it's very hard to win three in a row. It hasn't happened since the early 1980s. Mm. Uh, are they able to do it with, you know, Appy and Kikia going and Critter to go next year? Has their window sort of closed? I, I, I see where you're at in terms of you talk about, you know, blue ribbon Sydney clubs and it probably is, is these two. Yeah. Mm. But in terms of on-field... Yeah, I think I think Penrith probably put their hand up. I think on their day, Manly and Para probably put oh, their hands yes. up. But but in terms of the product and and the feel and the atmosphere mm-hmm. and crowd yeah. attendance and the rest of it, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, I think you might yeah. be onto something. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like you can always rely on South and Chooks to sort of be in that top top eight, mm. if not higher. Mm. Um, and players are always going to want to go to the, go yeah. to those teams. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they flip flop between it's them. A bit of that heritage well, that comes with it. Yeah. It's a it's a rough comparison, but they're the United and Liverpool of of Sydney. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dragons used to be. <laughs> <laughs> Tottenham. <You're> Tottenham. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. Actually, we actually have history of, of winning. <laughs> well, hopefully they're not Everton this year. Let's put that Yeah, way. let's put it that way. All right, boys, let's wrap up uh, the uh, other games. Uh, not a whole heap of talking points, but uh, we do need to talk about Melbourne. Uh, they they go down to the Gold Coast, 38 to 34. Who, who, who are Melbourne missing? Cameron still out? Munster still out? Yeah, Munster didn't Munster play. Out. Pappy, obviously. Uh, yeah. Olam's not quite back yet, so mm. a few to come in. Their forward pack is is as good as it will get. And Harry Grant yeah. in losing sides has been good. Yeah, well, I guess the, you know, a lot of their big forward pack from uh, previous years is now the Dolphins. Yeah, so. Bromwich Boys and, and, and Finn Diesel. Yes, so mm. uh, maybe a bit of a loss there. I thought it was interesting. Gold Coast, they um, benched foreign after 30 minutes and, then, yeah. and you know, went on to win this. So, mm. um, you know, whether Kieran's uh, been struggling a little bit. Uh, he's been a bit off the pace in recent years. He so. might be mentor, mentor yeah. role. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but, you know, big, big upset here to, to, to get away from – uh, Melbourne, who were chasing them down in the end of this. Massive. Uh, the two early games on Super Saturday, both big, big upsets. Uh, mm. We highlighted uh, Aliofina Camperera earlier uh, in our in our preview for the year. He finally showed showed a little bit uh, mm. with double. Obviously, his winger can only sort of do uh, yeah. what you can do with the with the ball that you get. Got to be a good finisher though. But the the Titans mm. are two and one. Mm-hmm. They've only lost to a really red hot. Premier team in in the competition in the Dragons, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> so the Queensland teams aren't going too bad. The Cowboys, who I thought would be the best Queensland team this year, uh, aren't off to the best start. One and two going down to the Warriors in mm-hmm. Townsville, pretty unlike them. 
Mm. Uh, they missed Scotty Drink. You know, we spoke yep. up yeah, earlier in the show about how good he, he was last year. Tom Chester, don't know much about him. No. Comes in and plays no. uh, plays the one. Didn't watch this. Caught the highlights. Uh, Marcelo Montoya scores a double when the Warriors are two and one. Where was this played? Townsville, I believe. Yep. Yeah, Townsville. Yeah. Do I have to say the um, they did lose the Broncos last week. So, um, yeah, like they've – it's second game is pretty rough rough game, I guess, for them. I suppose yeah. so, but you look at last year and where and where, where yeah. we had those teams and what yeah. we expected. I, I feel like they're still mm. where they're, they're where the Eels are at the moment. They've they played maybe overs last year and they mm. just got to find their feet. Yeah. yeah, everyone everyone else is now kind of caught up to them in the off season and yep. knows yeah. their 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 game plan and their structures. Mm. Um, so they're there. They got to work on a, you know t- again taking that another step forward to maintain where they were last year. That's a nice comparison. I, I like that mm. actually. Yeah. We didn't yeah. probably expect either of those teams to play as well as they did last year. It's only round three, but yeah, maybe just that little yeah, bit. Coming, of, coming back to the pack a little bit, and then uh, you know we'll need those guys that stepped up last year to do so again, yep. and you know as a whole team really to take that that proverbial step to keep going. A team that we definitely didn't expect to start so well was the Brisbane Broncos. They're Re- three Reece and Wallace zero. Is a difference maker to that team. How good is he? Dude? he, he Huge he, difference maker at the back. He just changes changes for him. So you can mm. see the reason why he's back. Uh, they brought him back to the club, and why he's keeping Cobbo out of, you know, the fullback spot. You know, the why they want to keep him there mm, is because mm. he's just electric with his pace. So, you know, recent lightning, and he just creates so many opportunities for the other guys to then get points. Mm. Dragons fan here, watched the whole thing other than the last try, got the shits, went to bed. It's <laughs> 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 a good game for 70 yeah. minutes. And then you don't watch too many games of rugby league football where uh, one team runs in four tries in 11 minutes. I don't know if it was uh, playing in humid conditions in March, maybe being a little bit yeah. underdone on, it on very fitness. very sweaty out there. Yeah, yeah well, it, it just looked like a, a, a rolling over fitness-wise. Yeah, well, yeah. I watched – I didn't watch this. Um, I ended up watching the Last of Us final with the wife instead, because <laughs> I, I I went I went into the half, um, you know, ch- tuned in for the towards the end of the half. Saw, you know, Brisbane kind of on the move, and I was like, if they get points here, I think they might um, have the Dragons, because I expected the Dragons to wilt in the humidity. Yeah. I felt mm. I felt like they would, um, but for the Dragons, they needed to have a decent lead to not allow Brisbane to chase back. No, it was two points, but they got points before the half, and I was like, "They'll get them. They got the momentum and yeah. now. Mm-hmm. If they can get it close in the next, um, you know, first twenty minutes of the the second half, the Dragons will wilt at some point in this, and then the um, it's whether they have a big enough lead to maintain it. And you know, as we saw, they didn't, and uh, the the Broncos really turned it on. Um, mm. Scored what twenty two points in in ten minutes. Yep, something like that. Yeah, Teague Wilton says hi. Wilt yes. Teague Wilton. Uh, yeah, Dragons, look, didn't expect to win this, but, you know, you get your hopes up at, yeah. at the way they started that first half. Early days, early days. <laughs> I'm, I'm more confident than I was a few weeks ago after after <laughs> a win against the Titans and, and playing admirably for 70 minutes up there in the humidity uh, against the Brisbane Broncos. But, boys, the, probably the mm. big talking point is this this matchup, this Brisbane derby next week between the yeah. undefeated Broncos and the undefeated uh, Finns. <laughs> uh, and it's it's prime time. Shock me. Yeah. Uh, fr- Friday, Friday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, this will be a cracker. Yeah, I think so. And yeah. it's, um, you know, the return of Wayne to, to Suncorp, et cetera, um, though the Finns have already been playing games there. But, you mm. know, the official return gets his old team, et cetera. 
all that conversation, you know, the little brother, big brother, you know, they, mm. the Broncos will try to downplay it in the media and the Finns will upplay it all week and uh, I think it will be a good matchup. Um, my difference would be maybe Brisbane's got more talent in the back line but uh, it's, yeah, whether they can, mm. they can do it with the veteran head and I think Wayne's shown in the past that he can definitely outcoach uh, Kevy Wal- Walters, so uh, that could could very well be the differences. But I'm looking forward to cracking game of footy. This is big yeah. for rugby league. The, could you imagine the Finns go as maybe we well, expected? Yeah. And and the bookies, a lot of it was when are the Finns going to get their first win? Yeah. You got to flip that on its head. When's the Dolphins going <laughs> to lose? <laughs> yeah. Which which no one really thought would happen. Uh, the Broncos, they're the they're the biggest name in rugby league. You know, we talk about South and, and the Chooks and how big yep. they yeah. are. Well, outside of in, Sydney. They're, outside of they're, Sydney, they're, 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 they're the historically, biggest. yeah, they're the biggest membership base, the biggest turnover. Yep. The NRL likes it when the Bronx are doing well. Mm-hmm. Uh, this would be uh, Peter Volandis' wet dream, oh. uh, I think, in, in seeing both of these teams do well. And hopefully it's a good... Um, close matchup, and we might see forty thousand plus in there oh, on, on Friday night. I, yeah, it yeah. should be a big derby. Uh, you know, speaking of Peter Volandis, do, do you think that he'll make the the Broncos take the dive? <laughs> you know, for the for the expansion, you know, for that chat to keep it going Go for the good of everyone. Yeah, exactly. Look, we yeah. don't like to talk about anything controversial on this podcast. <laughs> match fixing, the least of it. Match fixing from the top down. With 17 players and a coach and a whole organisation in, uh, no, I don't think there will, sh- there will be no, any no, dives. No. I think both these teams will be setting up a bit of a fierce yeah. rivalry. And who knows, yeah. down the down the but track, this might be a, a South and, and exactly. um, East well, kind of rivalry. That's what the NRL wants. They, mm. they want to build that so they can get, you know, a, that point again, get bums in seats in Brisbane mm. uh, for those games and, you know, not just playing out-of-town teams the whole time, get something a bit more local, a bit more rivalry considering Gold Coast down the road have been garbage, I guess, since then. It's a graveyard <laughs> of, of professional yeah. sports, isn't it? It's, yeah, outside it's, of yeah. rugby league. Yeah. You, you did remind me that talking about Volanders. Um, they had that uh, Indigenous round. What are, what are they now? No, it was multicultural, multicultural yes. and the players boycotted it because of ongoing disputes between the RLPA yeah. and the NRL. I, I think it ended up being more because I can't remember if his elbow was there or not, um, but they didn't want to do photo ops with the senior executives of mm. the NRL because, mm. you know, still a bit of infighting between the, the guys that manage it um, and running the meat grinder and the, guy, <laughs> the guys are playing in it. So, yeah. Interesting thing to boycott. It's <laughs> like, like, a positive kind of thing. <laughs> I know, like, but they weren't boycotting. Like, fuck the season yeah. launch. I don't care. <laughs> I don't really care, but like. Yeah, multicultural you know, round. As it's, a nation, yeah, yeah. maybe. Considering, I, I think they did the stats and it's significant that um, uh, the NRL playing group is um, of uh, multicultural backgrounds. Massively. So it's massive. Mm. Like, it's, it's huge. It's, yeah. Uh, you're lucky to find a white fella out there, essentially. Wow. Oh, well. <laughs> well, you know, um, the. <laughs> The, no, sorry, the, the English-backed white fellow is what I meant. Uh, Dig up, stupid. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Look at the Rugby League World Cup. Everyone's a, us, a, us ginger nuts down the end of the table. Everyone, everyone essentially play, <laughs> plays out of the NRL that just featured yeah, in the Rugby League World Cup. Yeah. You've got a lot of people of Pacific oh, Islander oh, heritage. Yes. You've got Indigenous heritage. You've yes. got 
you folk that came from a rainy island and, and, and then <laughs> fortuitously fell upon this beautiful land. <laughs> yes. You've got people who immigrated here, not us but our parents, <laughs> uh, you know, who have funny surnames or, yeah. you know, uh, you've got a normal surname. But yeah. Anyways, you can see where, where I'm going is yes. that this this game, it's it's one of the bigger uh Sports in this in this nation, yeah, and, and, and multiculturalism, multiculturalism is such a big part of it. Of, of Australian culture mm. as well. Of, of Australian, yeah, exactly. It's, it's yeah. function of Australian exactly. culture. It's our bread and butter. So, so to boycott that, maybe not the best optics. Well, I, but it also shows that they they're playing hardball. Yeah. Well, I, I you know their their statement was we won't boycott in the round. We again support it. We love love that fact. We love the multiculturalism mm. in it. Mm. We just don't like Peter Volanders and and Albanese. So. Also um, multicultural leaders. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, I think we've we've recovered. We've recovered. Uh, the dogs, dogs two and one um, against the Tigers, zero and three. Now we both probably had these two teams earmarked as the teams that uh, recruited most heavily in the off season. Seems to be working okay so far for the for the dogs. Big questions around the Tigers. You mentioned Tim Sheen's already under the microscope. Did uh, Bateman play? No, I don't think he was there. This was this Learned afternoon. Was he named? There, there have been rumours he was going to play this week, um, d- during the week, uh, but I think he still hasn't. Also, is so he meant to change everything? Oh, well, you know, I, th- I think it's more the um, the chatter around the shit show that is the, the Tigers at the moment. It's early days. Yes. It's early days. Bateman yes. started. He was wearing yeah, jersey 20. Um, dogs, on the other hand, you know, it's, it's been a long rebuild again, early days, but uh, they'd be very impressed with the amount of people there at Belmore on a, on a scorching hot Sydney um, afternoon. Uh, they've won two games, very impressive as well, beating Melbourne last week. Yep. Um, yeah, and, and this one's going in the right direction. Yeah, this is mm. kind of the opposite to what happened with the Dragons because the, the doggies did wilt a little bit in this um, towards the end, but they had a big enough lead that the Tigers couldn't chase them down. Um, the Tigers did run run home very late in this game and got very close. And Final then, game of the round, the yeah. Canberra Raiders get a win against Cronulla. Um, yeah, d- didn't fade, didn't fade, although it was looking a little bit how you go. A going. little bit, a bit close there, but. Big sin binning. Uh, you saw this, did you? In it wasn't a, a big sin binning, but well, in <laughs> terms of the game, the well, the, the, well they scored actually. When the Raiders they, scored, and then I think the Sharky scored two following it. So it was Royce Hunt. He did a, did a little slappy, little yeah, Trent Barrett. Uh, uh, Horsbrow pushed him over, and he got up, and then um, you know struck uh, Horsbrow. It looks more like a, a Nate Diaz slap across the chops. Um, so you know, you throw throw a strike in, and you get sat down. Uh, in the scheme of things, probably wasn't going to help them, but they'd been playing ball up to that point. Sharkies, they kept on turning the ball over in their own half, giving the Raiders plenty of opportunity and the fact that the Raiders mm. only just held on. Um, you know, as credit, I guess, to Cronulla coming back into this and without Nico Hines, that's probably what they, they, they lacked. It's early. Mm. We live in Canberra. Don't want to step on too many toes. <laughs> I'm concerned about, about the Raiders. Yeah, they, well, they we, seem like a step back. They, they just held on. To mm. today, Papali uh, hasn't played for them. I don't think. Yeah, well, yeah they've that's got some big outs with injuries at the moment. Run us through it. Um, so obviously, no, as well. You play. Yeah, Rapana, Savage, um, obviously. Probably, yeah. Yep. Uh, and then today, uh, Danny Levi looks like he's broke his jaw. Uh, that's few jaws. Six to eight weeks. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Kotrick looks like he's done a hamstring as well. Yeah, he, he was a laid out as well yeah. today. So. 
Yeah, they're a little bit banged up, but they also didn't recruit very heavily. So um, they're a middle of a pack team and got to maintain their 500. Pure playing Newcastle next mm. week. So yeah. don't, don't hate that as a Raiders mm. fan. Yeah. Let's uh, briefly run through the ladder. Uh, it's top of the table clash with the Broncos and Dolphins undefeated, uh, mainly 2-0 with the bye. Uh, and then it's a real surprise packet really with the with the Warriors, Titans and Dogs all travelling pretty well. Did you mention uh, Manly at three? Yeah, mention Manly, mention Manly. Um, Chooks are there. Dragons, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Penrith, I think Still Penrith, in the eight. Penrith are the sleeping giant. Well, you look at the teams that yeah. played in the eight last year, you've got Souths. Cron- out. Yeah, well. Cronulla, out. Penrith, out. Out. Canberra, Canberra out. out. Melbourne, Melbourne, out. Cowboys, <laughs> out. Parramatta, <laughs> out. That's crazy, man. So that's six of the eight. Six of the eight from last yeah. year that, yeah. that currently sit sit out. Outside it. So, yeah. yeah. Again, long season. Long season. Long season. Preface, preface, <laughs> caveat. Uh, yeah, it's it's very interesting. Um, you know, the what I, I think I said before, those teams are out ahead, maybe coming back to the pack a little bit as the other, the, the rest of the pack chasing, mm. and then mm. who will then take the step and then you know by mid season be you know pushing their pushing their credentials for playing in the finals. Parham Penrith on Thursday night, mm-hmm. bit of bad blood between those. Let's two. go. Yeah, <laughs> uh, have Parra been their daddies? They have been. They have been daddies. They've been um, Melbourne's Is daddies it? up until yeah, that, yeah. that loss They're in round one. Too. Yeah, True. yeah. Dave Grohl, some might say. Mm. <laughs> All right, let's jump yep. south of the border. Let's head down to Victoria for the start of the AFL. Should we start with the class action? Well, I think we have to keep that conversation going a little mm. bit, but. I think we covered a highly um, high overview last week uh, with the lawsuit with 60-odd players. I'm not sure if that number has increased since then. Mm. I've heard rumours of there's another lawyer with just as big lawsuit, if not bigger, uh, with amount of players as well potentially coming. Uh, but the AFL, you know, under under attack, under fire mm. um, from uh, former players that have had, uh, you know, concussions during the lawsuit and what they're going to do in that space. Uh, which, you know, with the conversation with concussions we've just had uh, in uh, the rugby league and their worry for their own lawsuit and the fact that, you know, that conversation we also had about the NFL losing their lawsuit, mm. kind of setting a bit of a precedent um, for former players that have uh, dealt with uh, brain trauma or brain injuries, uh, that it is is a big one and it gets kicked off this week and will lead mm. into more conversations um, throughout the rest of the season. Uh, and I think we then started talking about um, Bailey Smith's hit. Mm. Um, why was it Pickett? Because he Pickett. Um, you know, probably the definition of targeting in the NFL, <laughs> leaving the ground, hitting him high. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you, I think we're thinking four weeks. I thought it was four weeks. I, th- I thought maybe they'd make a, a statement considering mm. the news during the week that maybe they throw tack a few extra and maybe it's like six to kind of send a message. Um, but the reports today is it's, it's two weeks was the offer, which mm. I, I think is – you know, that's lifetime if you're playing in the NRL. It's your, band, your career over essentially with that kind of hit. Um, NRL or rugby? NRL. I'd say that's lifetime for rugby. For rugby NRL, that's like four <laughs> weeks. Like, let's not do that again, bro. Yeah, uh, yeah it, looked, it looked pretty bad. It's interesting as well, the conversation about moving forward yes. and, you know, is it waivers? How do we approach it mm-hmm. moving forward? How the fuck do you backdate it? Yeah. Uh, it's, that's, it's, it's past our intelligence. As most things probably are, yes. but um, 
Which, which is the point? H- of, how, how do you do it retroactively? Yeah, which is the point of I guess the lawsuit and the big uh, millions of dollars that mm. they're asking for is uh, that money will go towards sorting out that issue, mm. um, and whatever that looks like, whether it be support for those players, research, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, yep, um, uh, that is really the point of the lawsuits. Um, but yeah, not a lot of great visuals uh, during the week. I think Buddy was the other one. Yeah, uh, he, his looked less concerning. It as, no, it didn't look because it, it looked more like he was. Protecting himself for the collision, uh, but still, it's a tucked arm and hit with shoulder. To it face, looked a bit so lazy. Yeah, it looked, it looked yeah, a bit lazy. lazy yes. It didn't have the intent. No, no, not not leaving your feet, mm. um, uh, jumping to head height and taking a bloke's you know, head off. Essentially, mm. uh, lucky for Bailey Smith, he hasn't dealt with any adverse effects. No, it seems okay, and yeah. maybe that plays into the two weeks as well. They always say that oh, it doesn't. The you know, player outcome doesn't affect it. Bullshit. It, it, <laughs> it affects it. It affects it. Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I just thought it was interesting, and it'd be interesting as a comparison throughout the year as we track both sports. Mm. Um, what different takes they 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 take with it, considering I guess NRL's going well, probably maybe playing catch up a little bit and going very hard after you know player health and head knocks this year. Uh, but with the AFL and what they do, considering they have a lawsuit already mm. uh, on what they do going forward. Um, It'll be interesting how they manage that and that messaging mm. as well, because um, yeah, when it gets through the legal system, uh, of people that are probably making those decisions, yeah, your mums and dads that might have watched a couple of AFL games in the past, mm. Mm. Uh, yeah, what they do during week in week out during the season might um, help some of that conversation or, or hinder it. Yeah. Anything down the end of the table there in terms of latest um, word class actions? Yeah, so there's obviously still a lot to get through. But um, so when we had our potty on Tuesday, we mentioned that first class action that had um, a bit more than or more than 60 former AFL players. Mm. This new one is looking to have at least 200, potentially up to 300 players eligible to be to participate in the class action. Mm. And you know, once that, once that starts going, then the others will start having that conversation mm. and jumping on it, etc. Which is what happened with the NFL. Yep. It just gave. Mm. Gained so much weight, the, you know, the PA, PA got involved with it, helped, you know, get it out, communicated to former players, etc. cetera. Mm. Um, and, yeah, there's probably heaps out there that are dealing with their own little demons. Um, mm. uh, I'm struggling post-career and uh, a lot of them be like, yeah, that's could very well be what's happened to me. So, mm. um, yeah, it, it'll be hard. Um, uh, I guess the big concern for the Australian leagues versus the NFL, which had, you know, Billion dollar owners and fuckloads of money uh, to back it up. Um, AFL and NRL really don't. Uh, so to, to have mega hundreds of millions of dollars um, come out of the leagues uh, could really hurt them, especially considering both are talking about uh, expansion, etc., mm, and uh, mm. what that means. You know, trying to get two hundred million dollars to back Tasmanian team. Um, you know, does, does that put all that stuff on hold while they got to pay their big bills? If, or, if, of course, mm-hmm. they lose the said lawsuits. Or is it all, all just a per capita thing and you think, well, how many people played college football and could have said yeah, – tra- oh, or how many people played high school yeah. football over there and yeah. said, oh, well, I was affected by this. So yes. Yeah, yeah. Ma- you know, maybe it is. Is it probably even a stronger case for some – for those sort of cases yeah. because there are younger – Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I don't well. know. Well, I don't know. I, I think we'll, we'll talk about it <laughs> ongoing. It's going to be mm. the, the big thing, um, you know, this season – for seasons, yeah. Well, I, I think we're seeing it is, as for, I, I guess, sports science as a field. Mm. Um, it's probably one of the biggest 
biggest things being researched at the yeah. moment is, um, you know, research into concussions, into brain trauma, into prevention, into treatment. The, the, a lot of it's all on the cards. It's one of the biggest fields um, being researched at the yeah. moment. Yeah, how do we prevent, how do we treat? And consent has to be a massive thing. Yeah, but, but in two sports to wear, you know, you know little tidy shorts and uh, small jerseys and not <laughs> fucking else, not much else, mm. uh, it's, it's going to be very hard for prevention. Um, you know, to talk about it's been about uh, tackling technique and then the rule set around tackling technique and teaching that um, uh, and enforcing that heavily uh, has shown progress and has shown improvement, but, you know, how far you go with it, et cetera. Um, before the dinosaurs start complaining about playing Oztag. Hmm. Let's talk about the week that was in the AFL. 88,000 in the MCG. Did allude earlier in the show. That's a lot compared to <laughs> some of the Sydney crowds. Uh, and they, they watched a scintillating draw. <laughs> 58 <laughs> piece. Low scoring, low scoring. Uh, and this, cha- this game just encapsulated Carlton of... <laughs> Last year in the eight, the whole year, and then, and then just don't know how to win. It seems. Mm. It seems. Look, there's a lot of positives from the Blues. We'll get stuck into that in just a second. But they did lead thirty to sixteen at the half. It's a bit of a league yeah. a halftime score, and then had that lead uh, running into the last minute. And any me watching it as a Carlton fan, I just thought they, it, the draw's coming. They're going to lose this. Like yeah. <laughs> I just didn't have I didn't have that confidence in in the Blues. Um, credit to the Tigers, very very handy and probably the opposite have known how to win these these close games. Uh, yep. You know, Tigers dynasty over the last five six years. Um, they they rebounded, and Tom Lynch goes out and and plucks one three on one. How does that happen? I don't know. Uh, and then he boots the equaliser. Seventeen seconds left. There's nothing better than a close game of AFL. Mm-hmm. I think where where the clearance is well, so important. Well, a- any game, yeah. yeah. The close and the you, the dying seconds of a game where they're scrapping and fighting to Scra- to, to get a win. That's that's what you're. It's for. so scrappy. The the field's so big, yeah. and uh, and Chera gets a gets a clearance for the Blues. And you don't want to put it on one bloke, but poor Blake Akers. He 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 spills a check chest mark where he probably could have. Advance the ball just to kick a point. He probably could have just taken his time and tried to launch one and just try to make sure that that it gets a yeah. point. It hit something on the target. It wasn't on. It wasn't just on him. It's definitely a Carlton thing. But uh, I think Carlton are going in the right direction. If if uh, Harry Mackay sorts out his kicking, which is mm-hmm. a lot, has been spoken about that. Likes to go around the corner in if he can sort of kick a a, a drop punt, and then Sammy Walsh comes back into this side. Mm-hmm. There's no reason they can't be a top four side. Yeah. I, I think this game kind of showed both teams lacked polish currently, mm. uh, which was in stark contrast to the to the, the way the next game played <laughs> the out. Friday night, yeah. Yeah, the Friday night game. Um, yeah, the, those teams kind of come in rare, rare and hot for this year, uh, you know, pushing their credentials uh, for finals already. Uh, whereas the Tigers and Blues, you know, was like, yeah, we can see it, but they, they need some work. It's there. It's there. And don't rule out Richmond. Like a lot of people sort of got Richmond on the outer, like Dusty's a bit aging. Yeah, but we, you know, we talked about Jack Rewald's a bit aging, but like we, we talked about Tim Torano and Jacob Hopper coming in. Yeah. Torano was excellent. Hopper, mm. not there just yet, but it's one game. But the Riolis, the Riolis, mm-hmm. Dan Rioli, he, that might have been his best game as a Tiger. Mm-hmm. Roll as a halfback, you know, possession man, getting – 
getting the ball, rebounding it out, and uh, and then Junior Rowley looked unreal. He he booted two goals. He mm. he could be the 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 Robin to Shea Bolton's Batman. Yeah, well, that's the other thing. Bolton and Tom Lynch are still in that squad. Like, yeah, it's it's a good list. And like we said, if they're just lacking polish at the moment, um, yeah, they could go a long way this year. You know, um, Junior Rioli is Dan Rioli's uncle. Mm-hmm. I thought they were cousins for some reason. So I don't know how it's played <laughs> out, but the Rowley family obviously uh, eponymous. Uh, big word there. I think that's the right word. Uh, <laughs> with 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 AFL uh, and Cyril and uh, and and Morris Rowley Senior. Um, so yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what the Tigers can do with with uncle nephew in. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, in in their in their best twenty two and how that how they go with an aging Rewell and Martin and uh, a bit of a passing of the guard I suppose yeah Sean Abbott's on a hattie here let's go we, dude we'll talk about cricket in a second <laughs> but all I've ever said my whole life is all I care about is not Test matches <laughs> and is one way <laughs> ODI series over there which you just tacked on for <laughs> for oh. a little bit extra yeah all right let's talk cats magpies mm. uh, the defending premieres mm. in Game the cats. Around? Go down to um, to the Collingwood Magpies. Uh, good game this one. Uh, two uh, big clubs, two new captains, and mm-hmm. talking points in uh, in danger. And Darcy Moore taking over their respective teams. Um, mm-hmm. I watched a bit of this Friday night, which for me, when the when the Chooks and and South going at it, it's, it's, yeah. it was a big decision. And the but first, first Australia versus Indian game as well. Yeah, well, that's that's third. That, that was third. That was third on the on the chopping block. Friday night. Let's go, um, boys. It was it was big big from the pies. It, it meant a lot. The mm. Dacos boys mm-hmm. um, had to had to say goodbye to their their grandfather this week. Uh, pretty emotional scenes with them spreading mm. smashes pre game. Um, and Bobby Hill, he he just slotted in and and looked very at home in that in that Collingwood forward line. Uh, we got. We, you have to talk about Jordan Degoe mm-hmm. because so much was said last year about his off off field antics and you know does he have his head screwed on as an AFL footballer? He's <laughs> he's, he's very, very good. fucking good. <laughs> yeah. He's very very, very good. good. And I think we said that last week. As long as they're in the headlines, Collingwood will do well, and they were yeah. <laughs> last week in the preview. And uh, I think you you know have the pies kind of. Um, <laughs> Fired off their warning shot for the fact that hey we're we're coming and um, you know for a lot of the guys I think even we said it in our preview that maybe they played overs last year and they're not gonna be able to repeat that but uh, if anything maybe they're even better than they were last year and they could really um, push the top sides push the those sides we thought were you know the tier ones the the top four etc and they well they did it in Geelong with the kick it off mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's nothing to say they can't keep this role going on. For the rest of the season, well, I just spoke about Carlton and how they struggle to win these close games, and they don't have it have that sort of winning yeah. mental killer instinct. Killer, killer instinct. The Pies have that in spades. Oh, definitely. That, what did they win nine, eight games last year mm. un, under you know mm. under two goals? Yeah, last year was maybe the year they needed to have to potentially win a flag mm. um, in, in the the following years, and maybe that this year could be it. Their window open, um, and we'll see how far they go. Big, uh, you know, hole left with Brody Grundy going. Darcy Cameron looks like a, a pretty reasonable ruckman. They played most of the last year without Grundy, so I, I think they've, um, you know, they went on that big long winning streak without him. So yeah, I think yeah. they've kind of 
proven what they can do without Grundy. Um, uh, you know, you'd hate to lose a player of his quality, but they, they've shown they can win games and they're going to, by all accounts, keep doing it. Kanga, Kanga, Kanga. <laughs> roo, roo, roo. Uh, maybe two, two of the worst teams in the comp, but it, it was a, a nice, close, evenly fought game. The Kangaroos getting a win. Uh, so they've already gone to 50% of their wins from last year. We spoke about him, <laughs> Harry Sheasel. The Carlton Draft, they're Sheasel doing the Cheezel Cheezel? gear. We thought Weasel, but Weasel has negative connotations. So maybe it's yeah. Cheezel. Uh, but he's 18 and, he, and he's getting 34 off halfback. He's going to be a superstar, this kid. Oh, definitely. And mm. uh, that's what the kangaroos need. They need some superstars in their in their team to, the you know, push off the bottom of the ladder. That's what mm. the, that's the, the goal. It's not finished with the spoon again. Um, are they back-to-back spooners? I think so, yeah. 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 You don't want to don't want to do a three. Yeah, so. well, we're saying in the league how hard it is to win three in a row. Yeah, be the spoon uh, of three, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, can you can you get three in a row yeah. from the spoon? I'd be surprised. I think the kangaroos are improved. Uh, um, I think they'll they'll be like a gentleman's fifteenth. Yep. Sixteenth. Uh, yes. This so, so they're going for the three They're going for the three peat. Three peat spoons. They are also going for the sixteenth. Um, Which is a long way behind St Kilda. A long <laughs> way behind St Kilda, but right up there in number two. Yeah. Eagles going to be hard this year. Uh, yeah. We'll talk about Hawthorne. I think they they might put their hand up too. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I thought maybe the young team would do a little bit better, but they got dicked today. Uh, Power Lions. Did you catch much of this, Sean? I did see Brisbane Lions fan. Yes, um, and I think. Maybe a return to form for Port Adelaide. Started slow last year. Mm. I think the big gets uh, this year on Francis uh, was excellent in this. Um, Royale as well, I think, played really well. Um, so, you know, some of those recruits have come in played excellent. Um, I think the big issue probably for the Lions is they haven't corrected their issues from last year. Mm. They just mm. lack grit, I think, mm. is probably the main thing. They mm. just uh, Once the games kind of get uh, hard and tough, um, they seem to capitulate. Like they played a good second quarter, got a good lead going in the half and then fell over in the third and let them run all over them. So that's where the game was over. Mm. They put on like a 30-point lead, um, put out of lane, mm. and I was like, yeah, lines are done. I'm going to go do something else. So um, uh, it's that's the worrying trend. They've gone away and recruited heavily talent. They've got mm. a lot of good talent in that team, but they just, like I said, lack grit. They, they lack maybe some of that um, – uh, veteran dog in them um, to to yeah. you know fight with the top teams to to push push out and I think Port Adelaide can kind of maybe they were where they were two years ago um, and are coming back into being one of the the top clubs this year. Yeah, Lions were three and three in the second half. Yeah, yeah. they led it halftime. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, dreadful second half. Mm. Got to talk about the Hornet, Jason Horn Francis. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the biggest talking point in terms of. Uh, young talent leaving last year, yep. and uh, he he just slotted straight in. He looks he looks strong for his age. Uh, he had twenty five posies and a goal in his debut. Yeah. Uh, and it looks, some, looks looks at home. It helps when you get some talent around you as well. So. Indeed, <laughs> and it's a much <laughs> different team board than Kangaroos, and they will really love to will love having him. I believe mm-hmm. uh, with the way they played, especially in this one. Ollie Wines, also good. Uh, Todd Marshall booting four. Uh, it's been an interesting uh, year for Todd Marshall. Uh, 
shows glimpses where, where he kicks a bag and then goes a little bit missing. So it uh, be interesting to see if he can string together a bit of uh, consistency there for the power. Boys, uh, we, we spoke highly of the Demons in our in our uh, AFL preview mm-hmm. last week. Uh, obviously, round one, you can't, uh, you know, toot on your horn too too heavily. They, I think they're the team to beat. Geelong were were my top two with the D's. Mm. The D's, know, the D's list just unbelievable. Yeah. Bringing bringing Brody Grundy in to have you know that one two punch. The Grawn, you know, mm-hmm. is it Grawn? Is it uh, Brundy? I think it's Grawn. Yeah, and which which will be an interesting challenge for the the demons because they will have that big target on their back the whole year. So. Um, we're seeing that a little bit with Penrith at the moment. Yeah. Everyone's kind of coming for them. Um, so whether uh, the D's another year removed from winning the comp, um, can they keep it together? And I think they've put the list together to to really push push hard to to win it. Um, and mm. yeah, they're gonna, definitely going to be there. Um, in the Bulldogs, you know, might have the best name value in the midfield, but they just haven't been able to recapture their form after being at the granny. What was that three years ago now? Four, two. Two? So, it, yeah. it was this? Yeah. Mm. Is it two? I think it's two. I get it all a bit, yeah, con- yeah, maybe. bit confused. Yeah. yeah. And it was, a sa- it was a similar kind of game actually mm. where it was sort of neck and neck for the first half and then Melbourne just go psh, into yeah. sixth gear. Yep. They're so fit. They love the second half. Um, ben Brown actually looked pretty good. And we talked about Cosy before in a bad light. He's so good. Yes. You put a four. He seems so much quicker than, than everyone else. Uh, two weeks offered, you know, that's that's I think that's a little bit unders. Yeah, so unders. Um, if if he continues to to run amok there um, and be that 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 extra presence as a small to Bailey Fritch, who's you know, arguably one of the best small forwards in in the league, um, yeah, that it's theirs to lose, I think. Swans, uh, pretty easy winners against Gold Coast. Uh, you know, hard backing up after a massive disaster, really, in the grand final. Uh, we, we spoke about it in the preview, but what does Chad Warner do? What does Errol Gordon do? What does Logan McDonald do? You're not teenagers anymore, boys? Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a cruel sport in that you have to have so much responsibility in your early, tw- early 20s. Um, I, th- I think Ch- Chad especially... Is mm-hmm. is un, unbelievable, uh, and can the other two sort of you know take over the mantle fr- from these aging guys in in Buddy and yeah. Luke mm-hmm. Parker's still got a few more years. We we saw Josh Kennedy retire, um, but but it seems like these these baby swans you know that they're, they're they're here to, here to stay. Well, it helps having a hit out against the Suns to kick you off. <laughs> who who weren't <laughs> horrendous last year? Yeah, they but they they're not the I guess the club you, you're trying to. Um, Get over trying, you know. They're not the D's we just talked about with a target mm. on their back. They're mm. they're a young team still trying to um, uh, make a finals campaign. <laughs> it, it doesn't get any harder for them next week with Hawthorne. They do play Melbourne round three, yeah. so Pencil that, that, that's the test. Yeah, that that'll be the litmus test there. Uh, let's go into Sunday's games. Uh, the Giants uh, winners up there against the Crows. Tom Green, Canberra's own mm-hmm. Maris Blue. Uh, he's <laughs> Biggest – we didn't go to Mars, just just quietly. Um, <laughs> but he had his biggest game ever uh, as a giant, 37 
disposals, one goal, and the other green uh, of Toby fame. Uh, he's captain. Pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Cap- Skipper. Skipper. Captain, my captain. <laughs> uh, he booted four. Uh, the Giants, definitely a little bit lacklustre last year. We'll be hoping to bounce back. None of us really rated either of these teams no. uh, this year, mm. so it'll be interesting to see what they can do. Monks, you see much of the Bombers? I did not catch them today, unfortunately. You had a, a farewell, farewell, farewell today? Yeah, oh, just to catch up. Mm. Um, but, yeah, no, I missed the game. Uh, would have liked to have watched it. Um, probably big, one of big the, time winners. Yeah, probably one of the few wins of the season that they're going to get. Let's <laughs> 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 be honest. Uh, yeah, good to see uh, Tipper get back on the field. He's mm. um, got a goal as well. Mm-hmm. Um, not too, too much sure. Not too sure what else to talk about there. Darcy Parrish had 37. What is wet? Yeah. Archie Perkins, he's, he's one to watch out for. He's only 20. He booted three. Pretty convincing winners there. Uh, Hawthorne might be might be an uphill battle this year. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm. Uh, but it looks like it counts, yeah. Which, uh, which is good for North Melbourne. Saints getting a big win against the Dockers mm-hmm. uh, in, the, in the late game Sunday. Uh, Brennan Cox, how's this? This is classic for, you know, we're going to see records. We said this in the NBA all, all the time. Had 20 marks in the first three quarters. Didn't get one. Didn't fuck one in the in the fourth. Did have to break 24 apparently seems to be the AFL record. Uh, the Saints, mm. that's a big win. The Dockers looked pretty good last year. Yes. Yeah, and they've got a solid squad. Uh, was this played in WA? No, <laughs> I've. Uh, Marvel. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Obviously, the big caveat is yeah. around the <laughs> WA teams is how they travel. Yeah, not well. So yeah, it's good for the Saints though to 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 pounce on them here and get the win. St Kilda was close last year. Mm. They were close. Mm. So it'd be interesting to see can they take that step up. Both, but I can think they stay like, healthy. Why? And both these teams, I feel like they're pretty similar in like obviously different in where they finished last year. Mm-hmm. But mm. I feel like the ceiling's pretty. Pretty similar, so it'll be interesting to see uh, how, how they take that on board. Yep. yep. All right, boys, we love one-day cricket. We love it. Give it <laughs> give Especially us, when we knock them over for 119, I think it was. Give us the intro, Monks. ODIs, where do they stand? Where do they stand? Obviously, the World Cup is 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 peak. That's That's peak cricket. Yes. But outside of that, do you watch many one-day games? Well, I said to you before, it's March down under as well. You yeah. have to consider that start of footy season, etc. Footy, yep. A lot of a lot of uh, you know female partners uh, or, mm. or, or significant others. They, they think, oh, it's March. Why is the cricket on? Why yeah. is the cricket on? But it <laughs> it was third string on what I wanted to watch on Friday night. Yes. Mm. I think it also didn't help. It was a follow-on, not a lead-in. Yeah, you know, you, you know it's a bit hard to do a lead-in. We well, can do it. They lead in a series of one-day games into a, a test series, uh, considering uh, most of the squad over there um, played in the test series as well. Uh, but yeah, I think it's kind of at that point of the year as well, especially with um, leading into the IPL, which starts in two weeks. Two weeks, yeah, mm-hmm. on the first of April. Uh, that you know, there's a bit of a lull period for cricket um, with Test cricket kind of wrapping up a little bit with lead into that IPL. Uh, so yeah, the one game day game as well has kind of been second fiddle. Uh, falls behind the, where the T20 games are, and uh, you know this series is I guess just a nice little tack on 
uh, for the guys on the tour already in India, play some one-day games, probably stay, may even hang around, I guess. There might not be a point mm-hmm. to come home for those guys playing in the in the IPL in two weeks. So, um, yeah, first game we lost, played pretty average bat-wise. Um, other than Mitch Marsh. Other than Mitch Marsh, uh, KL, KL Rahul um, was the best of the Indians who themselves didn't bat too well and he and I think Dadeja got the job done. Yep. Um, uh, we, we were very close to winning this, very yes. close. Mitch Marsh, mm-hmm. the bison, opening the opening the batting, mm-hmm. hitting him very cleanly, very cleanly, and then not much from middle order and then, shock me, Aussies, uh, Aussies – Capitulate, big time collapse. Should have won this game. Do we care? Don't know. No. Uh, and the Indian batting chasing, of course, um, with uh, didn't do the top four. Didn't do much. Rahul came out, got seventy five. That was all Stark as well. Yeah. Mm. And Dadeja, yeah, with the forty five. That isn't, of course, didn't score enough. Got out in thirty four. Uh, I guess the this game that's on at the moment probably the same uh, with India. What did they get out? One hundred and seventeen. Uh, Starkey getting five for uh, Abbott got three, I believe, and yep. Ellis picked up the other two. So a bit of the quicks, not the spinners, um, getting wickets in the one-day game. Five for 53 mm. for Stark. I think I saw the graphic there. I think that's India's fourth lowest ever total mm. in an ODI. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah. Boys, we're, we're – Probably there. top score from We're there. We're there. We're there. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's hope uh, we don't do the same. They're all out after 26 overs there for yeah, the deck, squad. Yeah, deck, two teams have to bat on it, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> yeah. But let's, let's hope the Australians can get one over the Indian squad here. Is he only playing two or are they playing? Oh, no, they've got a third one. There's a third sure, game it has to be three. Has yeah, to be. There's three. There's a third one in a couple of days, I guess. And then we'll preview the IPL. Mm. Yes, then we'll preview the IPL. Um, otherwise, uh, the only other cricket going on is New Zealand are scoring big runs uh, against uh, Sri Lanka. Caden Williamson. Double ton. He's very good. Uh, yeah, double ton. Uh, get the first one. one. <laughs> that's how you go. I think I might have the wrong one. No, off. I think that's – yeah, I don't because I think it was first innings. Yeah, first innings he got one and then he got double ton in the second. I uh, don't think that's right. No, I think I got the wrong one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you got the wrong guy. Shut me. That's the <laughs> – yeah. Maybe live matches because they're still <laughs> playing. They're still playing it, Jimmy. Oh, yeah. I think – Kane Williamson in his last five or six knots has three hundreds. Yes. So he yes. didn't get any in the last game, we just, as we just made, <laughs> just mm. confirmed. That's why we looked oh, at it. Oh, yeah. uh, but, yeah, they got two. Oh, Nichols ended up getting double yeah. ton too. Played a lot. Four for 580. Yeah. No. <laughs> very so good, very good. Very good. What are the, well, it looks like they got the Sri Lankans all out and sent them into bat again. Followed on. Should, should win pretty handedly. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Decent scores there. IPL boys, uh, we'll have to look at the teams, make a few bold predictions and uh, mm. and come up with uh, some chat in the coming weeks. Uh, yeah, I think it is yeah, 1st of April, so, so about two weeks till the IPL kicks off. Obviously, all Delhi Capitals fans here. Yes. So Let's go, Delhi. Be a bit quietly of cricket, you know, as we lead into the IPL. Go gangbusters, that'll finish, and then we're into the World Test Championship mm. and the Nashers. Step back. <laughs> Curry. Curry sets, fires, puts it up. Bang! 
Starting the East with the NBA, we are down to the business end of the season. Boys, the Bucks are the team mm. to beat, it seems, mm-hmm. into $3.75 from our unofficial sponsors at Sportsbet. Uh, first to team to 50 wins. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've got to talk about the 76ers. Eight on, on the on the trot, uh, definitely ascending the Eastern standings there. Well, have you seen that Embiid, I think, has taken over the, the betting odds for MVP from, really? from the Joker? Because mm. the Nuggets have been a bit of a slide. I think they lost four straight. So yeah. whether that was, you know, re- recent um, bias uh, for the team's results. Um, but, yeah, it's... As a direct comparison between the two big men, mm. um, that was, uh, I think, the recent thing I saw um, for the Yank bookies. What do you got there, Jimmy? Big, big turnaround. Yeah, massive turnaround. Uh, yeah, so Embiid is um, favourite, a dollar forty-five. Uh, we've um, Nikola Jokic going out to four twenty, um, and a Greek freak <laughs> in Colorado. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, at four fifty, massive drop off to uh, Jason Tatum at ninety one dollars. Yeah, it's it, it'll be an interesting finish to the year, especially um, uh, with you know we thought the Nuggets were so clear, and I guess they've had a, a, a bad couple of weeks. Um, whether they can right that ship again and uh, what mm. that means going into it, but uh, they it's pretty top heavy, I guess, in the East. Whereas I think the West feels more like there's a lot yeah. of guy, a lot of um, uh, teams that are making pushes at the moment. Yeah, I think that's an accurate assessment. I think that yep. it, you maybe have to say it's a big three now with the 76ers playing the way that they have, but that that middle of the pack in the East probably mm. doesn't seem as compelling as it as it no. does in the West. Um, in the East, we do have to talk about the Chicago Bulls, uh, Paul Alonso Ball. Third major knee surgery in 14 months. Yeah, There's talk around his career. Yeah. Uh, hopefully he bounces back from it. The NBA is always very cryptic as well. Yeah. In what's the injury, what's the time frame, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just wishing him all the best moving forward. And then the big news out of, uh, out of Charlotte is Michael Jordan hasn't – it's not official. It's not official. Yeah, and but is he selling his whole share? I think. I he, think it's a whole share. I thought it was or like his, his controlling share. So as in, he'd go from being the face of the Hornets essentially to just a give minor, me some passive income. I don't give. Yeah, a yeah. minor owner out the back. Um, but he's selling it to his other minor owners as well. Ah. Um, so that's why I think it's it's just the controlling share, um, stake is shifting from uh, Michael Jordan to the other owners um, as part of it. That was my understanding. But, yeah, if if it does happen, then, yeah, maybe MJ can have a bit of a rest and uh, just be more of a talking point. Um, but he do love sports. He owns a bloody NASCAR team as well. So, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah which, is, which is quite an interesting take, um, yeah, you know, MJ's love of NASCAR. Mm. Um, Anything there in the article? Um. Yes, so he will still be a minority owner. Mm. Um, so, um, yeah, originally paid $275 million for major stake in 2010. Mm-hmm. Uh, as mentioned, is um, valued at $1.7 billion. <laughs> billion. Yeah, a bit, a bit of a, a, bit of a couple of games on that one. Yeah. Um, not too much else there, but. 
They, they still be yeah. str- well. I guess he kind of came in there to try and uh, boost boost the franchise, and they've just you know in that thirteen years since then they've still struggled. Mm. Uh, the, which are important, yeah, they're ranked the twenty seventh most valuable franchise um, in the NBA. In the NBA, yeah. I'm trying to think, so. a bit less Kings, maybe Pistons, Detroit. Nah, that's big market. Yeah, but mm, it was. Mm. <laughs> Right. <laughs> 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 what teams are there? Who, uh, Pelicans, maybe. It's not a not a massive market. Yeah. Um, yeah. Utah, maybe. Yeah, Utah, maybe. They they're always not too bad. Yeah, they got a good. They've played well, but they yeah, just well, market wise. Go NBA uh, by net worth franchise, something yeah. like that. Club that. So pretty much all the the big eastern cities will be high, mm-hmm. and then you got to throw it like the Lakers be huge. They're probably yes they're one or two. Are, yes, Warriors be massive these days. Mm-hmm. Um, then like Spurs will be big. Mm-hmm. Um, still going through the West. New York teams. Oh, uh, Knicks, Knicks, Knicks are top five. Celtics yeah. are top five. Uh, this is interesting. He's, he's scrolling over there. Pels at the Pel, bottom. Pels are low. Tells the last. Tells the last. So we yeah. got that. One point yeah. six billion. Yeah, yeah. Kings. Oh, it's Grizzlies. Wow, Grizzlies. It's all because of Jay. This is December twenty twenty two. So there's been a yeah. few months. Yeah, it's yeah. still so Grizz and, and Minnesota. And that's then the Hornets. Yeah, that's that's the list. Twenty seven there. Can keep going up that list. Per Forbes. Uh, Pacers. Pacers. Wow. Yeah. Indiana's a, a big basketball state as well. Mm. Like. College though maybe. Well, what have pa- yeah? Mm. That's the thing. Mm. What have the paces actually done for you lately? I don't know. Three point contest. <laughs> There's two of them in there. <laughs> Magic. Magic. Yeah. Okay. See. Pistons. There you go. Yeah. yeah there you go. Nuggets. Nuggets. Yeah. Interesting because good. Yeah. Hawks. Atlanta. Look at this Spurs. Spurs. This is the this is interesting. Spurs is yeah surprising. Yeah. Jazz. Yeah. Where, where are we at? That's middle of the pack though. Middle of the pack. Drop yeah. off. Jazz. There. Kings. Kings. Shine the beam, boys. <laughs> They're middle of the pack. <laughs> Cavs, Blazers. We are going backwards, by the way. Bucks. Yeah. Wizards. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, Suns, Heat, Raptors. All right, into the top 10. Heat are probably lower than I thought they would be. 76ers. Philly, uh, yeah, it makes sense. Rockets. Poo team, big market. (laughs) Yeah, well, same Dallas, big market. um, And then we're in New York teams, LA teams. So Clippers, six. Celtics, five. History there. Bulls, Bulls, four. Yeah. History there. Lakers three. Lakers three. What's that leave then? So Lakers. Warriors and Knicks. Yeah. Knicks. Knicks. So it's the Warriors are number billion. one these days. And that's wow. probably that's their recent off. success. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Here we go. We learned today, didn't yeah. we? <laughs> we learned today. Shine that beam, boys. That's All right. That, that rolls us into the West. Uh, the Nuggets. What's the? What, can you uh, just bring up the table, Jimmy? Because I want to see what their recent ten was. Because I don't think it's pretty. The Nugs? Uh, the Nugs, yes. Oh, yeah, sliding, sliding. The Kings are uh, right. What's a slide? They, they're probably going to get that number one seed. Yes. Yeah. They're still four games ahead. Why does everyone ahead. not have them getting out of the West? Don't know. Uh, are they too like, much? I think too much runs through Joker. Yes. So it's, it's probably mm. a fair assessment. And, you know, whether um, Starren Gordon mm-hmm. um, and... Mm. Jamal you know, Murray, Murray, like, like can they carry a, enough to to help the Joker, or is it like you say, 
um, 100% on his shoulders. And if he has an off night, they, they struggle. Mm. Well, what, what have you got there last 10 as? Uh, last 10, uh, they've gone five and five. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I think of... The recent week has not been great for them. The recent mm. how's the shine the band going? <laughs> yeah, the Kings on the other hand, and two, and two. They, they haven't found that off switch yet. It just, it just yeah, keeps on shining. Them, <laughs> yes, uh, they're eight and two at the moment. Our bookies have them at sixty-seven to one. I think that's a bit of fun. If you if you wouldn't mind, uh, why? Yeah, the West is so interesting. <laughs> it's almost it's almost like winning it is is a burden. Yes. You know, finishing first because everyone has, oh, the sun's going to come, the warriors are going to yeah. come. Yeah, well, I, I think at the moment they're, they're kind of playing for position. You know, mm. they're, they're positioning mm. themselves. Yeah, not to the point that they're like they're going to be throwing games and we're like, oh, we should, you know, we want to finish fourth instead of third. So Tank we can for first. Yeah, and so, so yeah. we can uh, have the, the preferable matchup because, you know, we don't want to, you know, be two and then have your GWS, you um, no, Golden State. Uh, Giants. Yeah, Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> GSW. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you can take a green out there. <laughs> play, play it as a guard. There's, there's a few flagrants there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I reckon he'd be a good, like, like role player, like, you know, six man, just comes in, fucking sinks threes. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, you don't want to go up against Golden State. Um, no. Yeah. And so that, that, that I think is the worry. So the, the other teams, yes, they're thinking about mm. they are positioning themselves, but um, it is will be an interesting final series for the yeah. West. Well, just going back to um, talking about, I suppose, how the, the tables are looking, the discrepancy between um, six, and, uh, 6 and 11, so I suppose looking at that mm. – um, Playing spot uh, the table for the, the East table? Eastern Conference is mm. um, like seven and a half games compared to like two games for mm. yeah. Western Conference. So more wide um, open, heaps more open there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, like you, you're probably well. That's what we're saying. Anywhere from fourth through to scroll, scroll, scroll through to yeah, eleventh. And uh, you could even say the Pels if they make a run um, could be in there. I doubt it, but. You know, they're only a game behind the, the yeah. Jazz and 10. Mm-hmm. So mm. it is still very, very open there. What were, what was, so uh, Grizzlies, how, how are they tracking without their main man jar? Not too bad. I think what's the effect on the team mm. mentally when, you, when your leader is, is being – you know, reprimanded and and maybe gonna miss eight games. Yeah. Um, well, I think yeah, he's already on six. TV I think TV. he's already on six yeah. at time of recording. Um, it's hard, man. Like the bloke's twenty three. Mm. You know, of course the money's gonna go to the head mm. a little bit. Um, I love him as a as a basketball player. It's just what what can he do off the court? <laughs> 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 We've got, uh, what, 12-year-old Charles Instagram up here? <laughs> Something like that. You're dunking on 12-year-old? <laughs> Big man? Yeah. What's, uh, what's, uh, what's the thoughts around this? From, yeah. From you, like, oh, yeah, no, I don't know. Like, I think, I mean, obviously don't know much about him, his personal life, his upbringing or anything like that. But uh, I think during the week it came out that some random person found, like, an old Instagram account of Jar Morant's from, like, mm. A decade ago, so just going back to like all well, the cancel culture chat we had last year oh. with pulling with up players. the dirty laundry, yeah, pulling he's up dirty kid. laundry and stuff. Yeah, he's a kid and he's just posting random stuff, but like it's just sort of the same. I suppose the behavior you see now 
is the same behavior sort of kind of saw, I guess, earlier on in his life. I don't know. So I don't know if to say if you can say that like, oh, this is just the money talking or something like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's just hilarious to see some of these posts. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's it's probably not right in our place to comment on uh, you know middle of America's culture and um, yeah. <laughs> uh, and you know what that means for upbringing and some of these kids. So he's a child, there, man. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> it's also it's also good viewing. If, it is. Yeah. If you if you want to try and look at young Jar, yeah. and that might be it. He might have tried to. Be like a budding comedian and was just posting up mm. funny, Legit. funny stuff all over the internet. Oh, that is funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is a decade old, but yeah, yeah it's ten years ago. I don't want yeah. anyone to judge me off ten years ago. <laughs> 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 I don't want anyone to judge me off tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh, that's it. What else is happening uh, in the West then? Uh, the Suns are dealing, of course, with KD's injury. Um, Doesn't seem as bad uh, as initial reports, two yeah. to three weeks. Um, it initially, it was like Suns season's done, KD's done, and it seems not too bad. Uh, they're, they're the favourite in the West. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Following there by the Clippers and the Mavs. The Mavs have been doing average since their Kyrie trade as well. It hasn't so, done much for them, has he? No. Um, so we'll have to see how they kind of – I guess the chemistry of that team because they've won when the other one hasn't played, but together they I don't think they've won a game yet um, with them together. Uh, when I saw that stat, probably yesterday or Friday. Mm. So, um, uh, Golden State though, you know, starting to well, they're at five hundred. They've made a bit of a run there. Now in seventh, kind of cementing themselves in that top ten. And I mm. guess through the Wolves, Thunder, and Jazz, you got to talk about the Lakers probably. There, you know, we've been talking about they need to make their run. They kind of started it. Uh, but they kind of – I keep feeling like they're hitting their um, um, uh, speed bumps uh, where they, um, uh, you know, Anthony Davis mm. have a big game and then he'll miss the following game due to the injury, mm. you know, the LeBron injury and hopefully he'll be back um, yeah. after missing maybe another one. But they're – they're still holding on. That's the way I think of it. They, they see they're holding on to their season currently, but it's uh, getting a bit tight. Yeah. Well, again, it's just so close on the West. Like they're a ge- the half a game out of the play-in and two games out of the top six. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Could turn it around quite quickly. Yeah. Anything else to cover there? Nah. Uh, Pels stink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're first at one stage. Port. Poor Pels. Yeah. yeah. Lowest, Pels smallest market in the in the NBA, apparently. <laughs> uh, Blazers have, have stunk it up. Uh, they're on a five-game losing streak. Mm. Rockets and Spurs playing for draft picks. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Boys, big week in the NFL. Let's talk mm. a little bit of NFL trade. Aaron Rodgers, the uh, speculation it seems is over. I don't know if it's official, official, but yeah, it, well, it's official. There's been no official trade. Um, so he did his McAfee uh, interview wins Thursday, Thursday hours, and said his intention is to play for the Jets and play for the Jets this season. Mm. Um, so there's been a bit of chat about his 
uh, wording of intention considering, you know, vaccination, immunization, et cetera. And mm-hmm. um, in that conversation he talked about he was probably 90% uh, retiring before he did his darkness retreat mm. um, and then, you know, coming back for the year. So I think the hold up is compensation. Packers want mm. more like a Matthew Stafford um, deal with two first round picks. Um, so like a first round this year and maybe one next year or the following. Mm-hmm. Um, but that might be depending on whether Rogers plays the following year because uh, I don't think the Jets want to give up two first rounds if he's a one-year rental kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it's stuck, I guess, between the, the two clubs making a decision on uh, what they see going forward. Um, but, yeah, by all accounts, uh, if Rogers plays this year, it'll be with the Jets. Otherwise, um, mm. you know, he gets forced in retirement because uh, mm. it sounds like the Packers want to move on and go with mm. Jordan Love going forward. Mm. So, what, do you, what do you think about the tactic of – like Rogers, probably the most high-profile player to have done this in recent times, where he's gone out and said that he wants to play for another team before mm. a deal's done. Like, mm. does that work in his favour? Does that is he showing his cards too early in terms of the whole deal? Well, it, it does and doesn't because uh, yeah, yes, it probably gives Packers more leverage and like they've confirmed what club he wants to go for. Um, so maybe they can fleece the Jets for all their worth, which is probably why mm-hmm. we haven't had a trade. Mm-hmm. Uh, where the Jets on the flip hand, uh, flip side, I mean, like, hey, he's a forty-year-old quarterback. Um, we don't want to be. We, <laughs> we don't want to be giving up. You know, the uh, uh, entire future essentially. Um, it's it's whether they can get a deal done to potentially try to win a Super Bowl this year. Is is that conversation? And they've probably got a young talent there that, to be able to do it. Um, you reckon they win a Super Bowl this year? Well, if they're getting Aaron Rodgers, that, that's the goal because if Rodgers is already thinking, you know, he's got one foot in, in the retirement door, then it's maybe a year or two. So um, you don't have many chances. So it's probably got to be a Super Bowl year for them. That's kind of where they're going to be at. I, I feel big fan of Aaron Rodgers, big Grand Bay fan. Mm-hmm. But you're going over there and you've got to get through the Chiefs, you got to get through the Bills, you know, the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I think it's going to be very, very difficult to do it this year. Not to say that the Jets aren't going in the right direction. direction no, yeah. Mm. But this year, that's big. Yeah, well, you look they at a, just look at the AFC season. quarterbacks compared to the NFC at the moment uh, with the recent uh, free agency moves. Like, it's very heavily sided to the AFC. So, mm. um, yeah, to switch divisions uh, for, for Rogers there, that's um, uh, a big risk, or conferences even. So, How many years has he got left? We've seen Brady. He's been the outlier. Yeah. Is is two or three unreasonable? Yeah, it could very well depend on how they go this year. But like I said, I, he's been talking about retirement for probably the last two to three years already. So he's he's close, I feel. Um, but maybe that was a lot of his surroundings. Also possible. So, yeah, yeah that's why I think it depends on what happens with the Jets and, you know, that Jets team, culture, whatever – uh, how that kind of gets put together um, will determine how long he plays for. So if he goes bad, you know, maybe he's one and done. So that, that's where Jets are at of don't want to give up um, everything for him. Jalen Ramsey? Yeah, another big trade uh, going over to Miami. Miami for a third, I believe. Um, so not a lot there. So uh, I think he joins uh, Xavier. Uh, Xavier and Howard. Howard, yes, Howard. The other corner there, so you know, create a, a good tandem of corners. 
uh, there for the Dolphins and they're going to need it if they're going to have uh, play Jets two, two years a year, mm. um, two times a year with uh, Rogers being there. So uh, a lot of teams trying to load up on talent. Um, I know the Bears and Broncos spent a lot of money on day you know one and two of free agency, getting guys in, um, making trades. Well, I guess the other big trade was the Panthers trading away that first round pick and well, trading – for the first round pick, trading away DJ Moore and a bunch of other stuff to the Bears, mm. making the Bears better, um, to potentially take either CJ Shroud or um, Anthony Richardson is the chap. Uh, Bryce Young kind of falling down a little bit because he measured about the same as Kalamari did. So there's – Yeah, short, short, skinny, unfortunately for him. But I think when they go back to the tape, what they did with Kyler, uh, he, he'll come back into that conversation for the first – uh, first round anyway, uh, but that was big, big news there um, in, in for, for trade rise uh, now with the Panthers on the clock. Um, some chat about the Panthers might even try trading down again because um, mm. it's not really top heavy at the moment in the draft. Um, Jalen Carter, who was you know, number one, has uh, his uh, history with the, the arrests currently and, well, which I think has been cleared, but then his pro day wasn't very good. He was out of shape essentially. Um, so, you know, it's quarterback heavy and maybe you can slide down a, a little bit and see what happens. But, um, you know, Baker to Tampa, Jimmy G to the Raiders, um, yeah. some movement yep. of quarterbacks. Matt Ryan got released. Minshew signed with Colts. 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 Yeah. So, um, yeah, quarterback market's probably the interesting one. There's a lot of turnover there at the moment. Thoughts on Jimmy G going to the Raiders? A lot of people were like, oh, it's like for like for Derek Carr, but mm. a lot of success with the 49ers. Well, Obviously a much better defence. Yeah, the connection there with Josh McDaniels, the head coach, I think thinks where that's at and that's the, the reasoning um, for going for Jimmy D. Um, but, yeah, I don't think he's a, a substantial improvement over Derek Carr. Mm. And then, you know, you trade Darren Waller away to the Giants for, for peanuts. Peanuts. Uh, which is silly. Um, I think – uh, the memes, you know, you can't even get that trade through on Madden. Um, <laughs> he it was a D minus on Madden. Yeah. Like it was like like it was nearly in the red or yeah. it was close to the red. Yeah, and there was some chat because he got married to um, his now wife who plays for the Aces, I believe, oh. uh, in Vegas. And mm. Josh McDonald was invited to the wedding and <laughs> some chat about that, you know, a week <laughs> after uh, the, his wedding present is getting traded to the Giants. Um, so, yeah, so interesting Interesting back and forth, but there's a lot of guys. There's actually been a lot of movement, a lot of mm. uh, signing around the, the leagues. So it'll be a different kind of uh, outlook next year. Um, Darius Slade was an interesting one. He was going to be released and then went back and the Eagles sorted out their deal. Uh, so he's actually got an extension and stayed with the Eagles. A lot happened. Don't need to cover the hundreds of signings that happened. Nah, but, nah. but they were the, the big kind of talking points in the QB space. Uh, Rogers will be the last, you know, di- um, domino to fall because uh, the Jets and Packers both haven't been able to do much because they don't know where his contract is, uh, who actually owns it, and uh, how to account for that in the salary cap for next season. Let's go um, over to some ramble. Do you want to start? There? We'll uh, briefly run through the UEFA Champions League uh, down to the quarterfinals. The draw come out uh, two days ago and uh, interesting draw, interesting. I feel like a lot of the good teams 
drew each other. So it's going to be interesting to see mm. what happens here. Uh, Real Madrid getting Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea, lackluster, obviously, in the EPL this year. But, uh, you know, still going. Uh, one of two English teams there left mm. in the Champions League. City by Earn. That's like two of the big big horses in, yeah. in this one. Um, interesting because uh, Forrest played. City not long ago, and mm. uh, Forrest had mm. a chant about how they've won Champions Leagues. <laughs> City, City are yet to do it. <laughs> and then how about the, Itali- did, did, the Italians? I was just going to say, didn't Harlem score another Hattie yesterday? He scored a Hattie yesterday. He scored five. five. I think he scored eight goals in oh, two games. Yeah. Crazy. Dick to the Viking. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boom, boom, choosh. <laughs> uh, Inter. Take on Benfica, AC, take on Napoli. Mm. So half of the draw is Italians. Napoli, I think, about six bucks to take out the whole thing. They're going to win Serie A. A little bit of a changing of the guard there in Italy. And interesting considering, well, Italy haven't been to the World Cup. Mm -hmm. They're perennial chokers in big big competitions. (laughs) But it seems as though on the world stage or at least on the European stage – their clubs are, are punching above their weight. Well, they've got some chances mm. uh, <laughs> this time around. Let's let's hope it doesn't follow the, their recent um, poor form, I guess. I'm on <laughs> Napoli, bro. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Napoli. Uh, would love to see City and uh, Chelsea crash and burn. Mm. How do you think it takes it? I think on paper uh, that City-Bayern matchup is is the one one to take the most note of. You mm. never rule out Real Madrid. They always fucking turn it on uh, oh, in yes. terms of Champions League. But then there's there's some fun teams there in, in both the, the Milan sides mm. who, who haven't won it for, for ages. Um, Benfica always punch above their weight. Napoli, like, it's I think it's pretty interesting. Mm. Yep. No PSG either. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do, you uh, to, do you want me to give a quick summary of the final round and then we can get out of here? Yeah, I think so. We'll run through it. Do you want to leave? Well, you can leave the goat chat, but I think it'll hit, hit the hit the ding ding for me. Ding ding. So I guess the the main talking point out of today uh, was the welterweight um, championship uh, with Edwards retaining uh, beats Usman. There was one judge that had it a draw, and the other two had it for Edwards. Uh, by all accounts, from what I understand, that Edwards won probably four of the rounds. Um, there may be a few that were very close. Uh, looks like it was a close fight. Probably the coldest moment was uh, Usman um, uh, going across, trying to intimidate Edwards in in the intro. And Edwards, you know, pulling out the headshot, uh, trigger shooting back at him. It was just like, don't forget how the last one ended. Mm. It looks like Edwards has really improved his game and taken mm. it to another level. Mm. So, um, uh, and and won this one. Uh, Colby uh, Covington, he weighed in for this. So he was the surprise uh, backup for the fight if the other two couldn't make weight. Uh, so no, like that, the UFC hadn't announced that at all. Um, but uh, following following the, the result of this, Dana has announced um, that Colby will t- be uh, the next defence for Edwards. That's what they're planning. Edwards isn't real keen on that. Um, mm. uh, but Colby's been out a year, I think, since losing to Usman and has been waiting for another chance. Or maybe he had a win over someone and has just been waiting for his uh, chance against um, uh, Usman. But uh, it, it looks like um, Edwards is going to be it. And that was really the main one. Justin Gagey got a win uh, in his 
to stay relevant in the, the lightweight division. Um, outside of that, that was the main of seniors. Where to now mm. for Kamara Usman, who had dominated that division for, for so long? Yeah, had and five mm. title defences, mm-hmm. maybe a break. Do you think it's a, a performance or an attitude thing? I, well, for Kamara? For Kamara, yeah. I, I, think I, don't, he was, I don't think anyone can question his attitude. Yeah, I think it was mm. he was competitive in this. It was just Edwards has been been able to find the difference and uh, and beat him in this. Um, I think for Usman, it's probably a break, maybe for 12 months, and reassess what the welterweight division is. Like if, mm. God forbid, Colby comes out and <laughs> beats Edwards in six months, then, you know, Usman's already beat him twice. Uh, so there's mm. an easy narrative there of taking your belt back. But, um, yeah, he's beaten everyone else essentially in the, in the top of that division. He's 35 yeah. as well. Is there a world where he hangs up the gloves? Also potential. Also maybe he's done done his run. Uh, if Edwards is still there, maybe. Mm. Um, but either way, he mm. probably needs to go. If Edwards is still a champion, he needs to go away and probably have another win and then and then um, tackle that. But mm. uh, it's hard to say in that division currently um, who's going to – who would make sense, especially when uh, McGregor and Chandler are going to fight at mm. welterweight and then mm. McGregor wants um, a title shot after he wins – um, mm. which you know complicates things. Uh, the UFC do they make him a three weight division champion? Um, I think it'd be very hard for him to do that against someone like Usman or, or Edwards. Mm. So Covington last fought uh, Masvidal and won back in March 2020. So yeah, yeah, and that was kind of the deciding fight of like a number one contender. So colby has been there waiting for his yeah his uh, chance at the champion again. And, Mm. Now it's a bit hard after losing the previous two against the champion. Um, so he just has to wait. What about Justin Gaethje? Mm. 34 years of age, gets mm. a win against Rafael Fivzev. Mm. Um, last two losses, you might have heard of him, Charles Oliveira and Khabib Nurmagomedov. Mm. Still can make a run? Yes, and mm. I think uh, he did lose to Dustin as well. If you go down that list, maybe mm. running it back against Dustin Poirier makes sense in that division. Mm. Let's been chat about that. Mm. But he, yeah, he's just opened his run. He needs to because I think that he's now ranked like fifth. Um, so this is you know starting his his run potentially um, uh, for a title fight with you know well, he's probably moved up there to, to mm. three after the win. Um, so Dustin kind of makes sense there. Uh, Islam was talking about going up a weight and fighting Edwards because he kind of struggles to make lightweight. Um, but, you mm. know, trying to – he getting his chance for champ champ status, mm. um, whether they, the UFC pushes that kind of idea again or takes a break from champ champs, we will have to wait. Anything off uh, the bottom of the main card, undercard? Uh, Gunnar Nelson coming back, getting a win. Um, I can't remember the last time he fought. It's been a little bit of a while. Uh, him getting submissions, shock. Um, and for this time last year, so it's been 12 months for him. Vittori? Yeah, Vittori coming back, uh, fighting an old training partner as well, trying to stay, I guess, relevant in the middleweight mm. division too. Um, well, I guess the, the next big card is is the middleweight championship, mm. um, mm-hmm. which I think is middle of April, so probably a month away for that. Um, it doesn't like it. No, it does nope. not. Well, you put, you put two Fs in it, so <laughs> there, we go. there we go. There we go. 
April it 8. is April 8. Jeez. Three weeks. No, that's not far off, is it? Pereira, Adesanya, Gilbert Burns, Jorge Masvidal. Big fight. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, some good names on that one. F1. Yeah, quick. Uh, we've had Bahrain. Uh, Saudi Arabia is tonight. Um, it's at like 2 o'clock in the morning for us. But uh, hmm. big news. Uh, Paris take pole. Max Verstappen had an engine issue, so he will start 15th which mm. is big. Leclerc had his 10-grid penalty, so he'll start 12th. So you got two of the main runners in the bottom 10. But the big one, our man, uh, Oscar, driving a tractor, uh, <laughs> gets up there in eighth. Um, uh, so, you know, McLaren, having doing great. Um, Norris uh, hit the barrier and is now starting 19th. So did out-qualify his um, teammate significantly. So it's good to see. Uh, Oscar do well here. Whether he can maintain that position is going to be a challenge. Um, Alonso mm. is probably the other big story, you know, in second there. Yeah. You know, the, the well, chat about yeah. the, the, the third red, red Bull. Aston Martin, sorry. Yeah, Aston um, Martin and all the, the third Mercedes. They're both claiming they've stolen you know, <laughs> likeness. Um, but Alonso doesn't give a fuck. And uh, is he easy? fifth as well. Yeah, Stroll fifth. You know, they're kind of coming into as can they compete with Red Bull? Are they team number two? Have they have leapfrogged Red Bull and Mercedes? Um, Ferrari, Mercedes. Sorry, yes, Ferrari, Mercedes. You are correct. Uh, I just thought Ferrari and thought Red. And then, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, Red Bull. Yeah. Um, so, yes, sorry. Um, but, yes, whether they've leapfrogged them there and, you know, Alonso – can he win a GP? Can, is he the dark horse in this? Can they compete long term over the season with with Red Bull? And, you know, this would be a great chance with uh, Max finishing 15th and might struggle to make a podium. Can Alonso uh, win? And then, uh, you know, titles? Can we really think that far ahead already? Long season, mate. Long season. But it was interesting when we had a look – at the first race, the odds kind of favouring um, um, Ashton Martin being like the fourth team and they have may have even you know, leapfrogged a little bit. It's yeah, They're definitely uh, improving. Max, is, is he still a dollar fifty-two to finish on the podium even starting 15? <laughs> go down, just go down a little bit. Yeah. Podium finish, Max is still a dollar fifty-two <laughs> in starting 15. That's crazy. He could probably still do yeah. it, but it it will be difficult. Um, Jeddah is um, generally termed as the fastest street track mm-hmm. um, on the on the calendar. So, yep. um, street tracks being notorious for um, not um, having too many yeah, and Perez, overtakes. And Perez loves a street track as well. So mm. he's he's one hundred percent pole at uh, at Jeddah as well. So yeah, yeah. Um, Alonso, oh, yeah. second there, money is the <laughs> for, for driver's <laughs> championship. That, that, that I, if you said told me that at the start of the, you know going into the season, I would have been shocked. Um, it kind of just shows mm. the improvement they've that team's made, and um, yeah, by all accounts, uh, they've leapfrogged uh, Ferrari and Mercedes, which makes it very interesting as a competition. Uh, you know, Red Bull need a challenger. Want to question you on that one? Uh, obviously, casual fan here. Mm. Dollar twenty favorite to take out the whole thing. Yeah, well, you saw how dominant they were in race one. They finished one two. Uh, mm. Were ahead of everyone else. Um, 
the, the, the pack, the rest of the teams are chasing Red Bull. Mm. They are the defending champions uh, and heavy champions last year um, for both the constructor and the drivers. Mm. Uh, so, yes, I think it's, you know, Max winning it outright and how dominant he was last year and um, the car they put together this year is not unsurprising. Mm. It's just yeah. whether one of those other teams, so probably Lorenzo, um, Leclerc and Hamilton, mm. can they compete uh, week in, week out with them uh, to, you know, steal some positions, steal, mm. steal some podiums yep. to then, you know, be within shooting distance in the last month of the championship to to potentially nick it from them. Mm. Well, I think we're a long way out, but it's yeah, it's hard. Yeah. Uh, if anything, Perez might be the the biggest challenger to Max's title contention mm. uh, if they keep him there. I'd probably say the the other um, sort of I guess caveat to that is um, he's a dollar twenty there as long as none of us bet on him and put a curse on him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> put ten G's on him. <laughs> yeah, the curse. The curse. Yeah, but the, the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix is on tonight. Um, we'll get a result and we'll probably give a recap of that next week. Next week, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And that's it, I think. That's all we had for Esky this week. Pack her up, boys. Yep. Uh, back next week, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm. Thank you to those that have tuned in, uh, whether it be live, whether it be on the podcast platforms. Uh, what have we got moving forward, boys? We have the mm. upcoming rounds in the 40. Yeah. Do we care about ODI cricket? Maybe we do. Maybe we do. <laughs> depends we'll see on how not, the rest of yeah, this one depends goes. Yeah, depends or not if we're, if we're winning. Um, NBA uh, and EPL getting a little bit pointy and uh, the F1 mm. season well and truly underway. Can anyone grab it from Max Verstappen? Time will tell. Thank mm. you to those that have supported the podcast. We do appreciate it. We will see you next week. Uh, enjoy your, your sporting viewing. Uh, we'll see you in, what are we talking? Six to 11 days time? <laughs> <laughs> Depends. No head knocks this. Nah, no nah. no head, to- head knocks tonight. Yeah, yeah. So very, we should no be right. Very purposely either. not two weeks time. <laughs> yeah, Some, yeah. Sometime before then. <laughs> Agree. All right, boys. All right. We'll see you then. See ya. Bye. Bye. Yeah.